What's up, ladies and gents? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company, and today is July 11, 2019. Um, it looks like it's about to rain outside, honey. I don't know. This weather here in New York is just as funny as the weather in Atlanta and Texas and everywhere else. So who knows? But with that being said, today is Thriving Thursday. And one thriving um, social media influence um, expertise author, mother, thousand families, um, inspirational coach, best-selling author, wealth coach. You know, she is well above her own means when it comes to success. She is doing the damn thing. I'm telling you guys, her name is Stormy Wellington. She, I mean, she has inspired me and I don't even know the sister. I'm just saying, I've been on Instagram. Every time I flip my page, she is, I'm telling you guys, she is feeding you. She is feeding the flock. She is inspiring. She's, um, she has a great shape. You know, I'm just trying to figure out like, what does she do all her life? Because I'm trying to get in shape like her as well too. But she is amazing. Um, um, just from what I know, um, I know she started off in a strip game and she um, turned her life around, you know, not just for herself, but for her family, um, for those she wanted to see make a difference in her, their lives. So she started with herself. I think this is something so amazing and so, um, so beyond her call, what she thought she could see herself doing. But that's what's with a lot of us. We never know where the road is taking us. We never know the detours that we have in life. We just, we never know. But I just want to read you guys what she had from her last event, Girl Hold My Hand. And as she was a best-selling, she's a best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach, in business and life coach, Stormy Wellington has hum- had humble beginnings and though she was born with a burning desire to succeed, she has yet to find the vehicle to take her to the heights she has destined to aspire. A genuine product from Miami, Florida. I just want to say you go, girl, because I'm a visual person. And I always like to see who's doing what. And that's just a part of my business because I like to learn and see what is, what's popping, what's the latest thing, and what's who, who's doing what. But of course, we have other things to kind of channel our our vision and channel our, um, I guess the word entertainment when it comes to black women. And this is the reason why I decided to do Thriving Thursday because she, she has thrived to do something outside of who she thought she could ever be. But she's seen it in herself and she pushed forward. She pushed through all those doors. She pushed through the impossibility. She pushed through the inevitable. And we need more of that. You know, of course, a lot of us are going to school. A lot of us are mothers. A lot of us are single mothers. A lot of us are, you know, striving to have a business or striving to do something outside of who we already are, or who we used to be. And of course, a lot of people can't see you past where you are. They can't, they may not be able to see you um, making millions of dollars or building a home or changing people's lives, but it's what she's seen in herself. I think this is a remarkable way um, to not only put yourself out there to just make a difference in other lives. She knows that her purpose is not about her. And she knows that when it comes to her her limelight, she has humbled herself to know that I have this is this is what I'm I'm called to do. And a lot of us call find we fall short because we 
we don't want to help other people. We don't want to see anybody else do good or we don't want to see anybody else go past us or anything like that. See, that's what happens when you when you fall short and you fall by the wayside because you're not willing to help those around you or you're not willing to see um, uh, see others in a different light. And I just think it's so amazing that um, she has just thought about putting herself out here to on social media because that's a big platform instagram twitter youtube whatever however but just being a best-selling author and i think the name of the book is uh let me see the name of the book i could you know nine laws to of nine laws of success um this it is a little attract health wealth i mean health love life and successful success for year to the years of your life i'm just messing up y'all the ultimate guy stormy wellington best-selling author speaker wealth coach let me tell y'all it ain't nothing you can't do and if you sitting around moping and you sitting around complaining and you sitting around talking about your woes and what happened to you 10 15 20 years ago then that's what you want but if you put your foot to the test and you take a step and God it definitely will take the rest. If that's if you have a relationship with him, that's all up to you. But hey, that's neither here or there. But I just want to say big ups to Stormy Wellington, Coach Stormy. Y'all check her out. Instagram at Coach Stormy. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram, YouTube. Look her up, Facebook. Y'all got to get a piece of this pie. Let me tell you, this girl is unstoppable. God has so much more in store for her. And I can I can, I can, imagine all the things he's going to do in her life. I hope I'm able to get on her money train. And let's ride this thing out. You guys be blessed. This is Virtuous Diva with uh, Thriving Thursday. Coach Stormy Wellington. Peace out. What's up, ladies and gents? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company, and today is July 11, 2019. Um, it looks like it's about to rain outside, honey. I don't know. This weather here in New York is just as funny as the weather in Atlanta and Texas and everywhere else. So who knows? But with that being said, today is Thriving Thursday. And one thriving um, social media influence um, expertise author, mother, thousand families, um, inspirational coach, best-selling author, wealth coach. You know, she is well above her own means when it comes to success. She is doing the damn thing. I'm telling you guys, her name is Stormy Wellington. She, I mean, she has inspired me and I don't even know the sister. I'm just saying I've been on Instagram. Every time I flip my page, she is, I'm telling you guys, she is feeding you. She is feeding the flock. She is inspiring. She's, um, she has a great shape. You know, I'm just trying to figure out like, what does she do all her life? Because I'm trying to get in shape like her as well too. But she is amazing. Um, um, just from what I know, um, I know she started off in a strip game and, she um, turned her life around, you know, not just for herself, but for her family, um, for those she wanted to see make a difference in her, their lives. So she started with herself. I think this is something so amazing and so um, so beyond her call, what she thought she could see herself doing. But that's what's with a lot of us. We never know where the road is taking us we never know the detours that we have in life we just we never know 
But I just want to read you guys what she had from her last event, Girl Hold My Hand. And as she was a best-selling, she's a best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach, in business and life coach, Stormy Wellington has hum had humble beginnings and though she was born with a burning desire to succeed, she has yet to find the vehicle to take her to the heights she has destined to aspire. A genuine product from Miami, Florida. I just want to say you go girl because I'm a visual person and I always like to see who's doing what and that's just a part of my business because I like to learn and see what is what's popping what's the latest thing and what's who who's doing what but of course we have other things to kind of channel our our vision and channel our um i guess the word entertainment when it comes to black women and this is reason why i decided to do thriving thursday because she she has thrived to do something outside of who she thought she could ever be but she's seen it in herself and she pushed forward. She pushed through all those doors. She pushed through the impossibility. She pushed through the inevitable. And we need more of that. You know, of course, a lot of us are going to school. A lot of us are mothers. A lot of us are single mothers. A lot of us are, you know, striving to have a business or striving to do something outside of who we already are, or who we used to be. And of course, a lot of people can't see you past where you are. They can't. They may not be able to see you um, making millions of dollars or building a home or changing people's lives. But it's what she's seen in herself. I think this is a remarkable way um, to not only put yourself out there to just make a difference in other lives. She knows that her purpose is not about her, and she knows that when it comes to her her limelight, she has humbled herself to know that. I have this is this is what I'm I'm called to do. And a lot of us call find we fall short because we we don't want to help other people. We don't want to see anybody else do good or we don't want to see anybody else go past us anything like that. See, that's what happens when you when you fall short and you fall by the wayside because you're not willing to help those around you or you're not willing to see um uh, see others in a different light. And I just think it's so amazing that um, she has just thought about putting herself out here to on social media because that's a big platform, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever, however. But just being a best-selling author, and I think the name of the book is, uh, let me see the name of the book. I could, you know, Nine Laws to, of Nine Laws of Success. Um, this. It is a little, attract health, wealth, I mean, health, love, life, and successful, success for year, to the years of your life. I'm just messing up, y'all. The ultimate guy, Stormy Wellington, best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach. Let me tell y'all, it ain't nothing you can't do. And if you're sitting around moping and you're sitting around complaining and you're sitting around talking about your woes and what happened to you 10, 15, 20 years ago, then that's what you want. But if you put your foot to the test, you take a step, and God it definitely will take the rest. If that's if you have a relationship with him, that's all up to you. But, hey, that's neither here or there. But I just want to say big ups to Stormy Wellington, Coach Stormy. Y'all check her out. 
Instagram at Coach Stormy. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram, YouTube. Look her up, Facebook. Y'all got to get a piece of this pie. Let me tell you, this girl is unstoppable. God has so much more in store for her. And I can I can, I can imagine all the things he's going to do in her life. I hope I'm able to get on her money train. And let's ride this thing out. You guys be blessed. This is Virtuous Diva with uh, Thriving Thursday. Coach Stormy Wellington. Peace out. What's up, ladies and gents? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company, and today is July 11, 2019. Um, it looks like it's about to rain outside. Honey, I don't know. This weather here in New York is just as funny as the weather in Atlanta and Texas and everywhere else. So who knows? But with that being said, today is Thriving Thursday. And one thriving um, social media influence um, expertise author, mother, thousand families, um, inspirational coach, best-selling author, wealth coach. You know, she is well above her own means when it comes to success. She is doing the damn thing. I'm telling you guys, her name is Stormy Wellington. She, I mean, she has inspired me and I don't even know the sister. I'm just saying I've been on Instagram. Every time I flip my page, she is, I'm telling you guys, she is feeding you. She is feeding the flock. She is inspiring. She's, um, she has a great shape. You know, I'm just trying to figure out like, what does she do all her life? Because I'm trying to get in shape like her as well too. But she is amazing. Um, um, just from what I know, um, I know she started off in a strip game and, she um turned her life around you know not just for herself but for her family um for those she wanted to see make a difference in her their life so she started with herself i think this is something so amazing and so um so beyond her call what she thought she could see herself doing but that's what's with a lot of us we never know where the road is taking us we never know the detours that we have in life we just we never know but i just want to read you guys what she had from her last event girl hold my hand and as she was a best-selling she's a best-selling author speaker wealth coach in business and life coach stormy wellington has hum had humble beginnings and though she was born with a burning desire to succeed. She has yet to find the vehicle to take her to the heights she has destined to aspire. A genuine product from Miami, Florida. I just want to say you go, girl, because I'm a visual person. And I always like to see who's doing what. And that's just a part of my business because I like to learn and see what is, what's popping, what's the latest thing, and what's who, who's doing what. But of course, we have other things to kind of channel our our vision and channel our, um, I guess the word entertainment when it comes to black women. And this is the reason why I decided to do Thriving Thursday because she she has thrived to do something outside of who she thought she could ever be. But she's seen it in herself and she pushed forward. She pushed through all those doors. She pushed through the impossibility. She pushed through the inevitable. And we need more of that. 
you know of course a lot of us are going to school a lot of us are mothers a lot of us are single mothers a lot of us are you know striving to have a business or striving to do something outside of who we already are who we used to be and of course a lot of people can't see you past where you are they can't they may not be able to see you um making millions of dollars or building a home or changing people's lives but it's what she's seen in herself i think this is a remarkable way um to not only put yourself out there to just make a difference in other lives she knows that her purpose is not about her and she knows that when it comes to her her limelight she has humbled herself to know that I have this is this is what I'm I've called to do. And a lot of us call find we fall short because we we don't want to help other people. We don't want to see anybody else do good or we don't want to see anybody else go past us or anything like that. See, that's what happens when you when you fall short and you fall by the wayside because you're not willing to help those around you or you're not willing to see um see others in a different light. And I just think it's so amazing that um, she has just thought about putting herself out here to on social media because that's a big platform, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever, however. But just being a best-selling author, and I think the name of the book is, uh, let me see the name of the book, I could, you know, Nine Laws to, of, Nine Laws of Success. Um, this... It is a little, attract health, wealth, I mean, health, love, life, and successful, success for year, to the years of your life. I'm just messing up, y'all. The ultimate guy, Stormy Wellington, best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach. Let me tell y'all, it ain't nothing you can't do. And if you sitting around moping and you sitting around complaining and you sitting around talking about your woes and what happened to you 10, 15, 20 years ago, then that's what you want. But if you put your foot to the test, you take a step, and God it definitely will take the rest. If that's if you have a relationship with him, that's all up to you. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. But I just want to say big ups to Stormy Wellington, Coach Stormy. Y'all check her out. Instagram, at Coach Stormy. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram, YouTube. Look her up, Facebook. Y'all got to get a piece of this pie. Let me tell you, this girl is unstoppable. God has so much more in store for her. And I can I can, I can imagine all the things he's going to do in her life. I hope I'm able to get on her money train. And let's ride this thing out. You guys be blessed. This is Virtuous Diva with uh, Thriving Thursday. Coach Stormy Wellington. Peace out. What's up ladies and gents? This is your girl Virtuous Diva and Company and today is July 11, 2019. Um, it looks like it's about to rain outside. Honey, I don't know. This weather here in New York is just as funny as the weather in Atlanta and Texas and everywhere else. So who knows? But with that being said, today is Thriving Thursday. And one thriving um, social media influence um, expertise author, mother, thousand families, um, inspirational coach, best-selling author, wealth coach. You know, she is well above her own means when it comes to success. She is doing the damn thing. I'm telling you guys, her name is Stormy 
Wellington. She, I mean, she has inspired me, and I don't even know the sister. I'm just saying, I've been on Instagram. Every time I flip my page, she is, I'm telling you guys, she is feeding you. She is feeding the flock. She is inspiring. She's, um, she has a great shape. You know, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what does she do all her life? Because I'm trying to get in shape like her as well, too. But she is amazing. Um, um, just from what I know, um, I know she started off in a strip game and she um, turned her life around, you know, not just for herself, but for her family, um, for those she wanted to see make a difference in her, their lives. So she started with herself. I think this is something so amazing and so um, so beyond her call, what she thought she could see herself doing. But that's what's with a lot of us. We never know where the road is taking us. We never know the detours that we have in life. We just, we never know. But I just want to read you guys what she had from her last event, Girl Hold My Hand. And as she was a best-selling, she's a best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach, in business and life coach, Stormy Wellington has hum- had humble beginnings. And though she was born with a burning desire to succeed, she has yet to find the vehicle to take her to the heights she has destined to aspire. A genuine product from Miami border. I just want to say you go girl because I'm a visual person and I always like to see who's doing what. And that's just a part of my business because I like to learn and see what is, what's popping, what's the latest thing and what's who, who's doing what. But of course, we have other things to kind of channel our our vision and channel our, um, I guess the word entertainment when it comes to black women. And this is the reason why I decided to do Thriving Thursday because she, she has thrived to do something outside of who she thought she could ever be. But she's seen it in herself and she pushed forward. She pushed through all those doors. She pushed through the impossibility. She pushed through the inevitable. And we need more of that. You know, of course, a lot of us are going to school. A lot of us are mothers. A lot of us are single mothers. A lot of us are, you know, striving to have a business or striving to do something outside of who we already are, who we used to be. And, of course, a lot of people can't see you past where you are. They can't. They may not be able to see you um, making millions of dollars or building a home or changing people's lives. But it's what she's seen in herself. I think this is a remarkable way um, to not only put yourself out there to just make a difference in other lives. She knows that her purpose is not about her. And she knows that when it comes to her her limelight, she has humbled herself to know that I have this is this is what I'm I've called to do. And a lot of us call find we fall short because we we don't want to help other people. We don't want to see anybody else do good. Or we don't want to see anybody else go past us or anything like that. See, that's what happens when you when you fall short and you fall by the wayside because you're not willing to help those around you or you're not willing to see, um, uh, see others in a different light. And I just think it's so amazing that um, she has just thought about putting herself out here to on social media because that's a big platform instagram twitter youtube whatever however but just being a best-selling author and i think the name of the book is uh let me see the name of the book i could you know nine laws to of nine laws of success um this 
It is a little, it attracts health, wealth, I mean health, love, life, and successful, success for year to the years of your life. I'm just messing up, y'all. The ultimate guy, Stormy Wellington, best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach. Let me tell y'all, it ain't nothing you can't do. And if you sitting around moping and you sitting around complaining and you sitting around talking about your woes and what happened to you 10, 15, 20 years ago, then that's what you want. But if you put your foot to the test, you take a step and God definitely will take the rest. If that's if you have a relationship with him, that's all up to you. But hey, that's neither here or there. But I just want to say big ups to Stormy Wellington, Coach Stormy. Y'all check her out. Instagram at Coach Stormy. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram, YouTube. Look her up, Facebook. Y'all got to get a piece of this pod. Let me tell you, this girl is unstoppable. God has so much more in store for her. And I can, I can, I can imagine all the things he's going to do in her life. I hope I'm able to get on her money train. And let's ride this thing out. You guys be blessed. This is Virtuous Diva with uh, Thriving Thursday. Coach Stormy Wellington. Peace out. Leave come over. I didn't go outside much, so I, I stayed in the house all the time. You get breakfast money? Yeah, I got breakfast money. His mother made him breakfast. He didn't eat. He didn't eat snacks. He didn't eat snacks. What? So he, my kids, my kids we had snacks. chips. We had snacks. cookies. They had Milano. We had one cookie. He said they was all, they was able to eat. What kind of snack is that? We have rice rice cakes. No, that's not a snack. That is a snack. That's not a snack. That's, that's a, a snack. snack, yeah. But you know, back in the day, a dollar could get you up. My mother would give us a dollar. You could get, you could get four snacks. Yes. Everything was $25. My mother used to give us peppermints. That's not a snack. That's a treat. <laughs> that's, a church, that's church candy. That's church candy. <laughs> so and don't let it get stuck on you. Exactly. So, like, his was more stern. My mother, she wasn't like that. So, the friction was, um, as nurturing as she is, um, certain things required aggression mm-hmm. and stern uh, attitude. And when I would, um, when I when I would do that, for a, in a way of speaking or mm-hmm. a physical attribute, she would just be there and she would be furious for me, furious. Because she didn't, it didn't, it didn't click for her. Yeah, and I'm like, why you got to do it? That's not that? something she experienced, right. and that's not something that she's. Um, she would want her kids to experience right. of course. But I couldn't see you not doing that because as a mother, you're a nurturer. As a father, you're more mm-hmm. disciplin- you know, disciplinary. But there's a... Because say if you're here by yourself. Hallelujah. Say if you're here by yourself and you're trying to get the kids to do something and dad comes in and he gives that voice. Not even a voice. It could be a look. He, stand, he walks in and stands at the door like this. <laughs> it gets quiet. I've been in here yelling the whole day. <laughs> Telling y'all to sit down and ain't nobody listen to me. So, Not one word. Now, so the flip to to put the flip to that, um, I was taught just expose myself around other fathers. You know, yeah. um, I might not follow certain things that other fathers would do or mm-hmm. say, but there's certain things that you can actually gravitate to and apply it to yourself. Okay. okay. So you have to be open to really find a new approach in fatherhood. Yeah. That one tunnel vision way. You only gonna have that kind of relationship with your child. Mm-hmm. True. But if you open up the door, then you have a child now communicating with you about everything in that's going on in his life. Absolutely. So, um, I had to as as aggressive and as stern as I was, I had to be twice mm. 
more when it comes to my love. Yeah. And I, and and I can't say I I noticed it. the old. I would say the oldest one. You were very hard. Yes. Josiah, the oldest. Yes. He's very always hard. the oldest child. Very yeah. Because he's he's the leader. Yeah. You see, Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, who's, the, who's the leader? Elijah. The leader would be Elijah. No. Um. But you didn't bother. You didn't. You didn't. Cause Elijah. Me, and Elijah bother. didn't click. Me and Elijah didn't click. Yeah, me and Elijah. Josiah was Prince. <laughs> Prince Akeem. Yeah. The oldest. Yeah. Up under him the whole time. But we wasn't working, so I was I was home. Mm-hmm. I, I was home a lot more. I was working, but I was home a lot more. Okay. So, and then this is our first. You know what I mean? Right. It's our first. So, so you, have you don't know bond. how to act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't know what's right, Everything. what's wrong. Parents at the daycare is like, why is he so spoiled? Oh, the father. I see. Why? <laughs> I see. But, but I don't know. So if he coughed, hey, you okay? If he's, hey, your nose is running? Like anything. Right. So anything. I was there. I was there. And I was, I was, I was, I was, I was so, I, I am mm-hmm. truly proud and happy about all three of them. All three of them. But me and Elijah didn't click. He was very emotional as a baby. Cried a lot. Cried mm-hmm. a lot. He was the crier. <laughs> he was the crier. So he's the, and he's I, still, and still cries. very high, high pitch. Still cries. Very high pitch. And Jeremiah... Jeremiah's a baby. Do no wrong in his eyes. I can tell him. I can tell him everything I done seen Jeremiah do. He is beautiful. <laughs> I can tell him everything <laughs> I done seen him do, and he gonna How? tell me. No, he no, he didn't. Yes, he did. I, 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 he let Jeremiah slide. He Jeremiah. don't get in trouble for nothing. He don't get yelled yeah, at. Yeah. He don't get popped. Nothing. He is beautiful. With him, look at another. Look at Jeremiah yes. is. They yes. gonna look at this film one day yes. and figure out what's, what the issue is. Yes, that's a shame. Yes. <laughs> Jeremiah, oh my, he's the, the ringleader, I'm telling you, he's the ringleader. And run the show. Run the show. Run the show. Run the show. He does Jeremiah. not get in trouble. He gets in trouble. No, he don't. He's on starting what? to get in trouble, excuse me. On what day? On what day? Jeremiah don't get in trouble. He's starting to get in trouble. He don't get in trouble. Elijah. Wow. Elijah, Elijah don't bother nobody. Elijah, all you have to do is give him some food. Right. He likes to eat. And put the, a, t- a cartoon on, he's quiet. As a done deal. Quiet. Josiah, he's the one that likes to talk a lot. He'll talk your ear off. Talk you, talk you crazy. But but like I said, you have to again just know who you're dealing with. Right. But then also be open to every approach. Right. So my son, let's say he's doing excellent in academics, but his uh, arts and craft is just terrible. He Absolutely. got a, he got an unsatisfactory. He got an F or he failed or or whatever. Mm-hmm. We would punish. I mean harshly. About that F. That's the concept that people would right. you know, approach a F. Right. But I'm just not good at that. Mm-hmm. Now, if I know that you're doing your best, I can't. It's selfish for me to actually do better than your best. Right. You're not an arts and crafted person. Right. You are a academics right. person. You're more math. Mm-hmm. You're more uh, English mm-hmm. related. Mm-hmm. So now, what? You a failure now because mm-hmm. you're not good at arts and craft? No. Absolutely. And now that's going to be discouraging. So I have to praise you. I have to lift you up for your hard work in the A's, the B's. You're doing your thing, and I'm proud of you. And if you want to learn more, let's work together to learn more as well. That makes sense. That makes you know what I'm saying? sense. As long as you're giving your best, I never ask them to do better than their best. Did you do your best? Did you try this? Did you try? Oh, I didn't try that. All right, let's try that. Let's wow. give it this approach. And I think as we listen to each other, um, 
she sees where it's necessary to be stern and aggressive mm-hmm. way more than before. Because I, I, I heard a lot of conversations. They're getting older. They're picking up some more yeah, stuff. Look, school. I heard a lot of conversations, Reese. I see why your father do this and act like that and say that. And <laughs> but sometimes it be threats. Out. It be threats because sometimes they don't be listening to me. Who, to you? Yeah. yeah. They, mean, they, they, ooh, they try me. They try me. They, they try, they try her because they, they know. Because she's a female. They, mm-hmm. they, they know she's... They're the alpha. They the she's al- that's the alpha male, mm-hmm. testosterone. Yeah. 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 Try. Like my son, he would try me on many days. I'm like, Cameron, <laughs> you're the only child in the house. <laughs> Ain't no more kids in here. Nope. I know you did it. <laughs> I know you did it, but you know, mom. It was three of us growing up, and my mom said, "I'm gonna find out which one did it." Mm-hmm. I know which one did it because it's gonna you're gonna tell on yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm in the background like, "Go ahead and tell you did it," because I don't want no whooping, right. you know. Right. And my mom was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna let them stack up," and that was whoopings, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let them stack, stack up, up. Mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get the right one. And I'd be like, "I don't, I don't want no whooping," and it wasn't me. My kid snitched automatically. Oh, who did it? Jim, I did it. Yep. Who did it? Because they didn't know they don't make no trouble. Yeah, sometimes they be lying. They just say a name. They just because. They know a name is supposed to come after the question. <laughs> so anybody that last bothered me, hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs> yes. Who dropped it? Jeremiah. Who did it? JoJo. Who did it? Elisha. But Elisha is in here with me, so he didn't do it. <laughs> oh, so it was JoJo. Who did it? Yeah. But so, you, they you, telling on each other already. Right, look. Wait. And I said, where's the loyalty among y'all? Yeah, you're supposed to have some type of voice. stick together. Exactly. So yeah, we coming against one another. Exactly. Yeah, we, we, we have those conversations with the kids. Mm-hmm. We have those okay. conversations. And we come from different avenues so they know how important it is to love your brother, right. love your mother, love your father. What Not just because we're be a family, but because we're together. We're blood. Right, we're, right. we're everything to each other. These days, family's not mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Family's not supporting. So... If we can instill that in them now, you know, um, they can grow up that way. Absolutely. Um, and even to the simplest form. So I was talking to all three of them. I said, guys, which number is better? One or three? Which one is greater? Which one? Let's say Jeremiah crossed the finish line. No, no. Let's say Jeremiah and Elijah crossed the finish line. No matter of fact, let's say Jeremiah, Elijah, and Josiah crossed the finish line. Which one is better? They said all three of their names. Because it, it's a it's a greater feeling. Mm-hmm. Now everybody plays a part. Now we can all shine together. Right. The the issue in family now is that when we teach kids, you know, that they gotta grow up together, it's like mentally you're separating you and mom from the family. Nah, let's all all five of us mm-hmm. grow up together. Because right. we still have all of us still have growing up right. to do. So much more to learn, Absolutely. but as long as we, you know, because out of the mouth of babes, you know, you never know what you're gonna hear. You can know. learn so much. You can learn so much. So we have to, we're learning together. Let's learn together, right? And not be so. I know, I've been through it. If you've been through it, act like you've been through it. Right. Act like you had feelings. Let me ask you this question. I being here in New York, and this is something I had to learn too. Um, take in root because I was very harsh on my son because being a single mother mm-hmm. you, you kind of dis- you, you mama, daddy, auntie, uncle, mm-hmm. cousin Everybody. you play all these parts mm-hmm. trying to be one person mm-hmm. 
And I remember like talking to him very harshly. And this is something I hear in New York on a normal basis. And I just turn around and look. Oh, but the cussing at the kids? The, not only the cussing at the kids, but talking to them like they owe you money. Mm-hmm. Like that's your friend did you something. Or getting to that point where you're like, man, people don't understand. Like that's what that child going to remember. This is what this child is going to not only do. But he's going to react everywhere he goes because he's, all he knows is this is the product of my environment. This is what I know. This is what I see my parents doing mm-hmm. or, the, you know, whoever is around me. What do you say about that? How do you, you know, what do you do when you're, you get to the point where you get frustrated and you have to, like, calm yourself down? Because what they see and know is what, they, what they're learning. And that can be a different part because, like I said, we as adults can get very upset life mm-hmm. in itself work in itself the relationship in itself how do you get to that point where you just kind of breathe it in and say you know what i gotta come from a different perspective i haven't come from a different standpoint because what i give out is what they take in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have i ever gone a different because because he swims i wake up angry but that's how i got to move in the morning because you got three different people that don't want to listen right so, and then he wake up, why are you always yelling in the morning? You always yelling in the morning. That's how I got to get them to move. You know what I'm saying? I get dressed three times. I got to take get dressed. Get dressed. Where's your shoes? Where's your socks? Your, shirt, your pants is on backwards. You don't see <laughs> Like, you put your clothes on every day. You don't notice? I don't, I hate to see parents yell at their kids like that. But what softened me up a little bit is I noticed the oldest one, Josiah, he's very, very emotional. Right. Very emotional. He, he and he's and this, he's emotional on himself. Like he's hard on himself. What was he um upset about that time? We was having a meeting, the family meeting. Oh, that um, they, um, the kids was playing the game where basically they were just throwing a ball into a basket, mm-hmm. and all the kids um had made it, and he didn't, and he was hurt. No, no, no. Matter of fact, somebody else won, and everybody else didn't. Mm-hmm. So he felt like a failure, like a loser, mm-hmm. like. He wasn't good enough, and that's how he was growing up. Like, even when he was surrounded by other kids that would learn how to read faster or first, um, even in racing, it's like, I got to be first. And if he doesn't win, it's like he's hard on himself. Right. Uh, so I, I try to encourage. Because I, I try not to – yeah, I have my way. And those are my ways of dealing with the kids. In the morning, like the way I speak to them, and it's usually get dressed. Get dressed. Get dressed. Like I have to, you know, like I, I, I come out the room. Right. I'm getting myself dressed. I come back. They still don't have clothes on. One of them don't have clothes on. Two two got clothes on. One missing a sneaker. Shoelace is somewhere hanging. The cat got the shoelace. Like that's how it looks in the morning. And he's asleep. So he wakes up. Why are you yelling? Look at your kids and you'll see why. So only one of only Jeremiah's dressed because I dress it. The other two, Josiah, he's good. It's, wow. it's Elijah. It'd be Elijah. So it sounds as if mm-hmm. even even Though dad is sleep, dad needs to get up for at least 15, 15 to 20 minutes. Yes. Because, you know, we, we talk about the bonding and what, what it does to help moisturize and keep things together and keep things intact. Mm-hmm. That's what the relationship does. Mm-hmm. is help get up mm-hmm. and keep everything intact and mm-hmm. keep everything together because it helps her. And when he gets up. Hold up now, wait, 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 see, see, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So, wait, so I don't get up. I was about to just say that. Nah, 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 that should have been said first. He gets up when I'm yelling. That's when he jumps up. Like, what are you yelling for? 
But wait, why am I asleep though? Cause you you at work. That's cool. Yeah, but we, we know that. that. We know that. I that, that we understand. Is, what's going on? Because when he say, "Hey, hi, what you okay?" Because he know when the kids are got me upset, he'll jump up. Okay, I'll take them to school. Now when I take them to school, they gotta run and get water. Somebody gotta wash their hands. They wanna show me all the tricks that they done learned in school. <laughs> they wanna show me all the pictures that they did. So I'm in there another twenty minutes before I can actually even go to work. When he jumped them up at school, he in and out five minutes. He ain't having it. Yeah, he, he, wash your hands, go to your teacher. That's it. Not me. In the morning, they crying on the way to school. Mommy, do you have giving you blues. With him, everything's good. But I, so he do have his days where he get up and he take them to school. He'll let me go to work. He'll give me some money to go get some breakfast. He have his days. Cause some, and those are days when he know them kids are got me upset. But see that, and see that's the thing. So you do get up and no, yeah, and, definitely. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, we, we take that back. <laughs> listen, listen. So I, I just, I just recently learned uh, that being a a big first off at, in the 2019, mm-hmm. uh, being a father in a child's life, being present mm-hmm. in a child's life, that's the new thing. Right. And I've just learned that. Even though it's cool to be present around your child, it's also better to even be active. Oh, absolutely. So learning that, now I can give com- I can have greater in-depth conversations. Like, I can tell my wife individually what's going on with each one of my child because mm-hmm. I have that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so being, again, active. Mm-hmm. Um, learning, like, even taking my kids to the doctor. Not only taking them... But when I come home, hey, babe, so he got this shot and he got mm-hmm. the flu uh, shot and he got his three-year shots and this one he's okay and he got to get a physical the next two years. So I can, we're having a more di- uh, a dialect mm-hmm. right. on, you know, what's going on, being active. Right. So being active allows me to really uh, embrace the fact of being a family. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm always working hard towards having is a complete family that's whole and that's happy mm-hmm. you know yeah we're gonna shift this conversation because of course we can talk about the kids mm-hmm. you know night and day mm-hmm. when it comes to your relationship mm-hmm. and bonnet talk mm-hmm. what do you feel is the greater the greater you know when it comes to sharing your information with other people because a lot of people are doing it, mm-hmm. getting up and, you know, kind of sharing their experience mm-hmm. and, and letting people know, okay, this is what we're going through. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one, but we want to put it out there so you know. Yeah. What to to you guys makes it interesting? Mm. It's, I would say, Dan says he's funny, but I'm like, I'm the funnier one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's our, our approach on it. Mm-hmm. Our, I think I'm hilarious. So she got jokes. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> like I said, like some of the things I say to him, people be like, "What? Why? What?" Because I told him when he still. Have you ever seen any episodes about talk? No, he told me about it last Saturday. Mm-hmm. I told him. I always feel like he always gets the parts when I'm threatening him on camera. He never gets the parts when I'm saying the nice things. You don't say nice things. Yes, I do say nice things. <laughs> you do, yes, say I do say nice, nice things. things. I feel like what, he what, always, what part is that? I say nice things. Now listen, but uh, but. I believe it's the natural approach to it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is naturally us. It's not turn on the camera. All right, it's, you ready? It's not script. Right, it's not cool. written right. down. The, of course the, not, because you have to be spontaneous. Yeah, the most beautiful part about this is that beyond the fact that it's not being scripted, as all the way we start recording is, hey, hun, 
Are you in the mood to do bonnet talk? All right. Let me get my bonnet. That's that's what I get. Right. And then I. What up? What up? What up? It's your boy DJ and your girl T Boogie. We're live on Bonnet Talk. She has no idea what we're about to talk about. Absolutely. I have topics for days. I told you my creativity is always on the go. So it's tonight. Our topic is boom, and the camera's sitting right there. Tonight our topic is essentials. Mm-hmm. What do we like to carry? What do we must have in our bags or our day to day? Especially on a, on, these, on this boulevard. Exactly. That's something. <laughs> that's something people can relate to. Absolutely. You know what I mean. So she has no idea. So if I say something about um, if I'll bring up if I'll bring up an argument that we had, and we've already finished the argument, but now I just want to make fun of it. Right. You know what I mean? You'd be upset. Boom. Oh, boom. Uh, babe, so um, have you ever struggled with um, a pet peeve mm-hmm. uh, with me? Mm-hmm. And she has one immediately and she goes. Oh, my. She, <laughs> she goes. I have topics where I know she'll, she'll just go. And it, again, it's natural. Right. And she goes only because I sparked something that just reminded her of a moment but she's like, she can really define that moment and how she felt. And in the comments, you get a lot of, I know exactly where she's coming from. Yeah. Somebody always agree. The brothers be agreeing with me too. They be on my side. But they be on my side. Come the, on, Dan, why didn't you just do what she told you to do? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but see, the beauty of it, as much as we can relate, uh, we also try to give back in a general form oh, absolutely. as well. Absolutely. So um, if she's struggling with this and I'm struggling with this, how can we come to some type of compromise, compromise okay. and agreement where it's not us defending each other. It's not about defending each other anymore and who's right or who's wrong. Right. She's expressed herself. I hear you. I'm going to express myself too. Right. You hear me. But now, all right, cool. Let's, let's cut it all out. Absolutely. What's up? Yeah. Let's, the resources. You don't like this. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. And that, that brings, I think that definitely, not only that, I think I believe that brings the relationship closer together. It makes oh, it, yeah. it, ma- it makes it like, you know what, we got something real, real, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, you know, can be very rare in a lot of relationships because, you know, I'll be like walking down the street like, Lord, don't be sending me nobody no time soon because <laughs> if I got to go through that little foolishness that they're going through on that corner, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, cut yeah. that out right exactly. now because, yeah. you know, I used to be that one that popped off, mm-hmm. you know, when I was married. I popped up. I the President Obama and Michelle could be sitting right over, and I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I would tell people I would <laughs> I would take the roof off my house and put it build it back back on. There was one year I was so upset. I mean, I could not. I was so furious around Christmas time. Let me tell y'all, I chunked the whole Christmas tree out the window. I mean, out the front door. Mm-hmm. That's how frustrated I used to that person made me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know. I didn't have anybody in my life that was a replica mm. of what a marriage was. Not even, you know, uh, you can still yeah, go yeah, to yeah, church, yeah, yeah. but you can yeah. tell, you can so, tell yeah. people at churches that they wouldn't have the right relationship. Their yeah. relationship was just as rocky too. Yeah. So I didn't have anyone that was present mm-hmm. to show me what a relationship was. This is what I thought it was. You, you, you right, come right, at me. Right. I'm about to right. do it again, yeah. you know. Right. And he was mf the book book. He yeah. was everything but a child of God. I promise you. Mm-hmm. What do y'all, who who was someone in y'all life that kind of kept, that helps keep y'all relationship going? Do y'all have elders that y'all go to? You know, if it, even when things kind of get rocky or shaky, 
who do you go to to kind of help you get back on that playing field? So, um, first off, God. God, God is everything. Amen. Um, and why we stand here and as a family today. Mm-hmm. Um, just just following his ways and everything that we was taught mm-hmm. through the grace of God. That's why I can't really say specifically someone because through his grace, he really allowed us to really experience mm-hmm. diff- so many different people from church, right. schools, okay. um, uh, f- friends, mm-hmm. family we, that we know personally. And we both have, we've both been exposed in different ways mm-hmm. as a wife, as a husband, and then also hearing what wives is doing out there, hearing what husbands doing out there. Yeah. How would that help? Would that help? Would that be a benefit or would that take away? Right. Yeah, okay, cool. Let, that would be a benefit. Let's focus on that benefit as opposed to entertaining that that toxic right we don't really want a lot of that going on oh yeah it's a lot of of that going on and and so forth you know and i know when it comes to marriage and it comes to that bond and that that close close relationship how do y'all keep that spark like how do you keep that like that twinkle in the eye (laughs) look at she just laughed his face is down oh oh okay yeah it's, Go it's, ahead, babe. Go ahead. Talk about yeah. your man, honey. Yes, yes. I don't. I don't. She said, "I don't. I don't." <laughs> it's the fact that he keeps he keeps me smiling. Yeah, keeps me keeps me keeps me laughing. Um, little things he tried to be romantic in his own little ways. Okay, he know. So we had went to this. It was a church seminar to find out what your love language is. Mm, so my language is a love. Mm-hmm, yes. So mine was. You know, I have to come home. I have to cook. I have to wash, wash dishes. I feel like I can't. I, the you kids got two do dishes. Jobs. You yes. got two jobs. You know, the house clean. So when he's not working, he'll come in. He'll have the house clean. He'll have a bath running. He has some candles lit. The well, kids are bathed. But I don't well, have to do it. He don't fix them some food. By the time I get in, they in bed. And that's that's that to me is what I like. Okay, so you don't take care of all that. Now I have time for you, boo. Yeah. Because if I gotta do it. Yeah. You you can forget about and it. Saying, especially don't if you're don't, home. Don't touch me. Uh, exactly. If you're here, <laughs> yeah. Why you, you put, just can't do it? Yeah. But so, you, a lot of relationships struggle with that. Mm-hmm. They struggle because either how they grew up yeah. and they seen their mom do everything mm-hmm. or they seen their father do everything, and that can be a friction within the relationship as well too. Because, you know, my son's father thought that it was my job to take care of the diaper. Mm-hmm. Boo, we bank this baby together. together. You can mm-hmm. change the diaper too. Yes. You know, you can smell his poop as well yes. too. You know, so certain things we were taught growing up and things like that. How do you feel when it comes to relationship? What she does makes you just, ugh, just um, amazing. So uh, a church family, uh, a church family of ours um, had um, exposed us to the knowledge of the love language. Right. And Five languages um, of love. Mm-hmm. When I learned that, I enjoyed the beauty of her glow. She glows when I speak her language. And so seeing that, and that's all I want to be surrounded by, I'm going to just keep doing this. Right. You know, this feels good. But I, it took me a while to learn that only because I was more focused on me. Mm-hmm. What did I want? Yeah. What did I want? Why are you not giving that to me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Going into this marriage, I was I still had learning curves to uh, learn. Right. 
And so I now I now focus on myself when I'm by myself. Right. But when I'm with my wife, I'm focusing on her. Mm-hmm. And Daniel, his love language, he likes to be he likes for me to be up under him like this. That's right. 20, this feels good. 24 right 7. Now. This feels and, good right now. And with me, I'm not like that. He likes to be cuddled. He likes me to tell him how much I think he look good 25 times a day. He wants... It's been a while, too. He wants me to send him a message. It's been a while. He wants me to send him a message. I love him every five minutes. But that's not me. So I have to know. I have to learn. Okay, this is what he wants. Right. So this is what I have to do. Because, like, right. I don't like... I don't... The cuddling, I don't like. I don't like to be up under. I don't like... You don't have to call me every five minutes. I just spoke to you. I know what you're doing. Ain't nothing changed five minutes. That's how I am. Right. right. But think about it. Imagine this. If all I had to do was wash the dishes, help her with the kids, uh, clean up the house, probably, yeah, clean up the house, if all I had to do was that to have a successful and beautiful and joyful marriage, right? alright, cool. Because, and how does that affect, that doesn't even right. affect me. It affects me in a, in a beautiful way, a oh, beneficial absolutely. way. Right. And so I'm going to keep doing that. And if all she has to do is just hug me now and again, because I know she loves me, but I need that, I... I, he wants the. I want. I, he I want wants attention. Affection. He wants like one of the kids. Affection. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You got four kids. Thank you. Got four children. No, no, no. She got three children. You got. You got four children. She got to treat them. Treat them. Treat them. Treat them. I got four. Name them. Don't let them get sick. No, you a kid. A kid. You already know because you get the sniffles, and and your whole life falls apart when you do get sick. Whatever. Oh man, that that's is. your whole that's life. It. Your whole life falls apart because now you got the sniffles, and she got to take care of you. You and the kids. You and the kids. Scotty Page. This is a young lady I was telling you about. Hello, how, how are you? This Good. is the CEO. Oh hey. Yes, of Rock with Me Inc. Okay, okay, that's yeah, what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. But he needs his own platform because he got too much. He got. He got wait a, a minute. That's he, okay. Rock, you want? I know that's y'all thing. I don't want to steal y'all joy. Y'all shine. Rock, what's up? No, let's shine together, baby. We will. We will. What y'all doing, y'all? I don't want to take away from that. He should hey, come on start, in. Don't start no mess back there with the kids. You know how they go All the time. He pulled out the candy like it was a shot of liquor. Like, look. As soon as they see him. Papa, you got candy? You got candy? Jeremiah in the party. I want candy last night. It was 9 o'clock. He pulled out the candy light. Yeah, that's Papa. Him and my mother. Do this. The first thing they ask. They don't say, hi, how are you? Papa, you got candy? Papa, you got candy? Yeah. And y'all say don't start and look what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's some shenanigans. But yeah, that's that's basically um, our marriage. Our marriage is really listening. But we've learned beyond. Because I can tell her she don't listen and she can tell me I don't listen. But how to listen mm-hmm. sometimes is it's foreign. It's simple, yeah, but foreign. It can be. How to listen. Oh, I actually have to reply and try to find the result mm-hmm. of whatever your problem is. I'm not trying to figure that out. I'm too busy thinking That's about... Some people listen just to respond. People right. don't listen oh, to yeah, listen, they, yeah. you know? They don't listen it's, and they don't, de- they don't take in everything and be like, you know what, I ain't even well, think about mm-hmm. it like that. You know? the, yeah, and then you can't listen if you don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you got an attitude and you acting up and all that, you I don't care it. no more. You I don't care. So you, how can I listen? Candy man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. <laughs> candy man. Yeah. Now let me ask you this question. I know when it comes to relationships, and you know you guys keeping it the, the, the spice back in your life. What 
you know, when it comes to music, because, you know, music is like life. All day. All day, all night. And, you know, I love when I hear a good song. Mm-hmm. And it puts me in the mood or makes me think about somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, who are you? Who do y'all listen to? I mean, you can listen to Christian music, but what I'm saying outside of Christian music, who is someone that kind of keeps that, that romance in y'all, your marriage? Right now, he, he loves Joe Scott. Loves Joe Scott. A long walk. Mm-hmm. He loves oh, Joe that's Scott. Right. right now, I'm into um, Daniel Caesar. I like her. Her? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. And the, and the guy who sang the song with her? Daniel yeah. Caesar. Them. We're, we're we're very diverse. Okay. Very diverse. Cause one one morning she might wake up to um, love some Latina Latin music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bachata, <laughs> soca. You never <laughs> noise, noise. So you never know. Reggae. <laughs> like it's, it's, we're so diverse. So it's really it's really about the mood. Like if. Yeah. If we had a hard day, I cool something smooth and relaxing. She prepares herself for work, and it's an aggressive work force <laughs> workspace. So she listens to Cardi B. She listens to trap. She, <laughs> she goes she, straight trap. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, get this yeah, day yeah, start. Because yeah, exactly. I'm gonna put on Little Wayne. I'm gonna tell you that right now. There you go. Me stunt. Me like when I'm in business mode. Yeah. It's all all Mozart. Classical. Really? Yeah. I'm when wow. I'm in work mode. That's me. Um, wow. Cleaning, soca, soca, noise, soca. She noise. call it noise, noise. It's soca, noise. It's my culture. Yeah, our culture. Cause them, ki- them kids is West Indian too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Look at she call it noise. <laughs> but yeah, we music play a big part because we're all day. Yeah. From morning, I'm talking about the the Disney uh, Lion King. Yeah. Just the introduction. We're playing that, and they're waking up to that. Like, yeah, I, all day. I'm yeah. Foolishness. Yeah, this is this, but my kids will be aware of so much. Mm, and, that's what you expose them to and, too. And they could cipher and make their own choices now. Okay. Like, this is my choice to do this. Hey, Dad, what do you think about this choice? Um, mm, try it out. Let's right. see. And I'm here with you. You have to have that open, open, open for the entire. Uh, communication of the family. Yeah, because you know back then when I was growing up, it's like you see them beans on your plate? That's what we having for dinner and that's what you're going to eat. Yeah. You ain't got no choice. Right. Right. And, and that homework you're doing, you, go, you better do it right now because you ain't going outside. You know, you didn't have those. You don't have no option right. you know, going up. And so now, it's like I need to let, allow my child to be open. I need to let them be free because you're seeing all these crazy kids up in school acting a fool because parents close them in and then expose them yeah. to nothing and now they just opened out this medication and stuff, so you know it takes away from everything. But you, so, there's, there's, I'm sorry. Okay. There's, there's a lot of different approaches to the same result. Oh, of course. So when you're, um, when it's when you only know a certain way, it makes the relationship harder. Mm. Because I only know this way, so I can only speak to you this way. Mm. That's why people will leave yeah. and go to their friend, their best friend, their buddy, their hubby, mm-hmm. their everything because the person I'm trying to communicate to can't speak my language. Wow. You know what I mean? Right. So to be open and listen, like I just really recently found out how good it felt for someone to ask me, Daniel, how was your day? Mm-hmm. But my wife asked me, how was my day? Like, you know, the cliche, like a wife asking, 
you gotta grab a beer, you know, you gotta stand because it's about to be long. But when you I had drink, but when she actually does it for me, I'm Excuse like, me. I'm feeling relief and tension releasing as I'm actually expressing how my day was. Oh wow! Sometimes it could be long winded. Very. She fell asleep a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. Like I just asked you multiple questions. I asked you one question. But it used to be the other way around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, it used to be the other way around. Like, right. wait a minute, she done yet? Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. I think that's because I, when I speak to him during the day, I'm telling him what the happened me at work. Mm-hmm. Coming home, no, my lunch break, I'm gonna tell him what's going on. Coming home, I tell him what's going on. By the time I get in the house, I'm, I'm venting some more. By then, so that's my, it. He done yeah. know my whole my whole day. Yeah. Oh, okay. let me tell you what happened here at work for me today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's some drama. She likes to catch the heat at the moment. Well, it's, and go ahead it's, the, it's, the dra- it's the drama that takes place. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. You know, based on your relationship and the fact that you have children and you're so family oriented, where do y'all see yourselves? Where do you see yourselves? And I ain't going to say five, ten years. I'm just saying, what do you see yourself as a couple? You know, because it, 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 although it's a give and take, it's a give and take relationship. And it, it, it has its good days and its bad days and its rainbows and its rain. Mm-hmm. What do you guys see yourself? Um, so we, we have goals. We're very goal-oriented. Um, do you want to answer that question? Or? You sure? Yeah. Scotty, could you could you have them load that down a little bit, Scotty? Please. Sorry. They like they Um, <laughs> I think um that sorry that just threw me off. No, no, you're um, okay. What was the what's the question? What do you guys see? Yourself? Oh yes, yeah. So um, we don't too much entertain the external. Um, the external do exist, and like I said, we're goal-oriented to stay motivated and keep the momentum going, but the really goal and the challenge and the stretch is to maintain us, mm-hmm. maintain our foundation of love, respect, mm-hmm. uh, uh, maturity, okay. um, as, lo- hmm? what? as long as we're maintaining that, the, whatever location we end up in, we're still flourishing. Right. Whether if it's bad or good, right. you know, poor, rich, right. sick, how? Right. I see. The kids are out. <laughs> the kids are out. But maybe just probably Elijah. She said, "I see the kids yeah, out. They the gone. Out. They is I gone." I see Elijah. He he may still be here. He may still be here with us. <laughs> um, um, grandkids, older grandkids. Um, I like for my kids, all three of them, high school diplomas. I'm not gonna. Say, they can go to college. They choose to go to college, but I'm not gonna stress. But you have to go to college. But I do right. want them to attain their um, high school diploma. Want them out the house. Um, but I know in this time, like it's expensive. So right. I would, you know, like you, you never know. By the time they don't finish high school, they still here because it's hard to live out here by yourself. Right, living right, here by right. yourself. Um, I one day hope to not be here, like to be in this, the the country, North Carolina somewhere. North Carolina, Atlanta. out of the city. Yeah, with the kid, with the kid. Yeah, I was thinking about the time he entered into high school, so they could finish high school. He don't want to be here. Finish high school in um the country. I still married, traveling. Yeah. Yeah, definitely traveling. Travel. I don't know, but I, I don't know about that yet because I don't get on planes. So travel, <laughs> traveling somewhere. You and I with our grandkids. They can come see us for the summer. You know. We're, we're, we're far away from them, but close enough to where they can come and, and then go back to where <laughs> she they came from. Long. Yeah. I see us also being uh, a strong force in the business field as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, within 
Bonnet Talk, J5 Life Productions, yes. um, my company, uh, Get Up Incorporated. So, like, I think we're going to be really blessed um, by God for in the business aspect mm-hmm. as well. And we'll be able to, um, the goal is to be able to separate that oh, absolutely. from the personal. Oh, absolutely. Um, I want to be, like, behind I can definitely see that I can I can see that you know when it comes to you guys and your relationship and how God has flourished you guys at a very young age that's something very rare that you see because not only has he given you grace he's given you a sufficient foundation for not just for the marriage but for the children mm-hmm. and that's something you know we sometimes rarely see and I think it's very beneficial because not only are you growing together you're adapting to everyday life on a on a normal basis. And I think that's very, very productive with you guys. I can also see that not only with travel, but I can definitely see the business flourishing because it's a need. It is definitely a need and it's something that it opens the eyesight. You know, without a vision, you know, we, we, we perish in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. And the way you guys have kept it connected, you know, I do, I'm, I'm definitely in awe of that. Um, I can definitely see you, um, on a whole new platform, never behind the scenes, because as a woman of God, you, you, he's bringing you into a new, a new setting. And with that new setting, it starts with those children, you know, not the fact that they're not listening to you. They hear you. Mm -hmm. They just don't want to pay it any attention at the, at the beginning of that time. But it's all what you do in front of them too. Mm-hmm. That's a build. He's building a pl- He's building you up on that platform so that way when you get ready to speak, mm-hmm. you will be heard. Okay. You know. You know that it's sometimes it starts with the children, it starts with mm-hmm. the husband, it starts with other people out in the community, and what you do um, even in your workforce. Mm-hmm. Your voice needs to be heard. It 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 definitely needs to be heard. Not just book fact that we want to be funny or anything like that. It's effective because it comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. It definitely, definitely comes from the heart. I want to ask you a question, too. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, um, growing up mm-hmm. with your mother and the fact that you don't have a girl and you have, you have, you're around all these, you, this male testosterone. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company. You guys stay tuned for tomorrow's Thriving Thursday. I will spotlight Miss Sean Melson um, on Instagram. She is a uh, stylist out of Atlanta, Georgia, and she is doing the damn thing. So you guys stay tuned for tomorrow's podcast. This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company. Peace out. Good morning, everybody. OMG, it is such a beautiful Thursday morning. Yes, I am on my way to my job till 9 till 6. Yeah, that's what I do Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, like most people. But anywho, today is Thriving Thursday. Oh, let me tell y'all about the weather. The sun is out. It looked like it felt like it was going to rain there for a minute when I was on the patio. So I don't know what guy was bringing down some blessings and so forth. But anyways, um, today is Thriving Thursday. And I am just elated about the lady that I'm going to present to you guys today. Her name is Saad. And if y'all have not been on Instagram, you guys got to check her out. I mean, she is full of life. I mean, this woman is not only walking in her passion, but she is definitely 
walking in her purpose. And she has just given me so much light and so much um, push and, you know, inspiration as she goes about in her community making a big damn difference. And it just appeases me because, you know, we see other things on, you know, television and women who act abruptly and don't know how to conduct themselves like they just gotta have drama but this woman is like she's a good cook and i can't wait to go visit her restaurant in philly so and on you know if you go on instagram you can check her out at country cooking um at country cooking that's the name of her uh instagram handle but she is like i've seen her you know, do prom drives, do Christmas drives, do food drives, even though she cooks food. And she's just not only living her best life, but she is living a blessed life. And I am just want to say to that, she is living a blessed life. Because anytime you're walking into your, your purpose or your passion, you, you, you're going to make a big damn difference. You're going to make a, big, a difference no matter what. And that's something I appreciate because, you know, we need more of that. We need more of that light that you know that shine that gives us a push to keep on going so i did read in the news that she had a little issue um but i see god came in and just you know he intervened in that thing so whoever was trying to come against her honey it didn't work it just did not work and you know that's when you know when you're doing good that's when you know the enemy try to come in and bring up stuff and get you all discombobulated and you know so forth but it seems to me she is doing a wonderful job now i'm gonna try to pronounce her name suad sadad shelter shelter i may say her name wrong so y'all forgive me but y'all please go check out her page and if you're in philly go check out her restaurant i'm telling you she got crab she got shrimp she got beef she got pork she got chicken she got she got uh, oh she even has a salad that is selling at a local grocery i'm telling you this woman is on top of the world you she cannot be stopped by no means no reason can she be stopped and she is i'm telling y'all she is doing it she's she's got a contract with the local grocery store selling her product something she made behind god has blessed this woman's hands so with all the people going by her restaurant, visiting, tasting her food, even it is just food. It looks like food of comfort. I feel like I didn't had it already. So, so I'm on my way, honey. I'm coming to your restaurant. I'm coming to see what you got going on. And I, I'm telling you right now, I want a big old piece of cake. And if you ain't selling no Kool-Aid, I think you should get some Kool-Aid now, honey. But anyways, you guys go check out her page at Country Cooking. If not, you know, she's on YouTube. She's all over the Instagram Instagram uh, network. She's on uh, all over the Internet and so forth. But don't judge a book by its cover until you, you know, find out things for yourself, you know, because everybody ain't a bad person. Just bad stuff happen to good people. Understand that. So this is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company, with a little bit of Thriving Thursday. Y'all check it out. Peace out. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company. Today is Thriving Thursday. Let me tell y'all, I love Thriving Thursday because it is 
it just gives me light because every time I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I am always coming across a new social influencers who are making such a difference. It just appeases me because today's um, um, spotlight interview episode goes to Miss Sophia Ruffin. Girl, you are doing the doggone thing. I, I'm telling y'all, I get chills every time I listen to her, every time she is speaking a prophetic word, every time she is ministering. Like, I need to go on her page every so often just to get a little word in because, you know, I'm sitting at my desk at work and you just never know what's going to happen and, you know, so forth. But Sophia Ruffin um, is, um, she, you know, it, they speak about her on um on so many social sites that you know she was set free and delivered she was outlined powerful strategy fight back against the um onslaught of the enemy declaration that brings about spiritual powerful power in in the fight and encourage to stay the course and maintain your freedom as she says the moment you give your life to christ all hell breaks loose your deliverance will never be tried and tested your deliverance will be tried and tested continuously she is right about that because when God enter ends and he gives you um, what he's been trying to give you all this life and you're fighting against this, once you, you let go and you let God, I'm telling you, everything changes around that, um, around that, um, your ministry, everything changes around the, every step that you take, everything that you speak. And the enemy is going to fight you even more um, based on the inf- based on what you're doing in your um in your wall and a lot of people don't want to see you Sean they want you see they want to see you stay in the dark they want to see you that you don't become um you don't um you're not allowed to or not wouldn't say allowed to but they don't they used to seeing you one way but I'm telling you this woman she is a shining star I mean from the top of her head to the soul's feet I've never met her but I feel like we've been sisters all our life I'm just telling y'all so with that being said you guys check her out on Google on YouTube on Instagram on Twitter on Facebook Sophia Ruffin I'm telling her name real slow Sophia Ruffin <laughs> don't quote me on that but y'all check her out if you ever need a word if you need someone to speak into your life prophetically she is your girl you guys go check her out this is your girl virtuous even company with thriving thursday peace out which was radically different from slavery and and so when one looks at the fact that the theme of, of the blues and, and, and the music that came afterwards, jazz, uh, uh, is so much infused with notions of love, one has to recognize that um, that, that capacity to love, um, and in the blues one sees it both in terms of heterosexual love but also in terms of non-binary uh, forms of, of relationships and, 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 and lesbian love. Um, uh, Ma Rainey sang a song that was called Prove It On Me. Mm. I went out last night with a bunch of my friends. It must have been women because I don't like no men. <laughs> <laughs> embody the impulse toward freedom. And so I think when we listen to uh, music and we wonder why is the focus so much on relationships and on love, well that was because in the aftermath of slavery that was the only real freedom 
that yeah. existed. That and you know perhaps also the freedom uh, to um, fight for an education. Uh, w. E. B. Du Bois writes about this in, in Black Reconstruction. So one of the things, you raise so many things, as you always do, and that is what's so wonderful to be in conversation with you about, but the, going back to what you said very, very early on, which is that actually women were the first creators and performers of the blues, and they were the ones that made the performance space uh, legitimate and real. And, you know, we all know that we have a huge problem of women's history and a greater problem of the intersectional nature of the hierarchy of history. And so that's, you, you know, you just saying actually it's black women that make that space available. Is that known? Do people think well, about I that? I don't think they do. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, um, I'm not saying that black women were the first to sing the blues because the blues form emerged. Uh, uh, um, the country blues was largely sung by men who traveled, uh, who were able to, to travel in ways that women uh, were not. But um, the first recordings of the blues were by women. And it was women who helped to forge the way uh, for um, uh, the, the, the kind of um, professionalized space, uh, the entertainment space. Uh, the, uh, Ma Rainey um, sang and she had her own vaudeville uh, group. Uh, and she, you know, she traveled around the country. Bessie Smith had an amazing um, 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 railroad car, uh -huh. which she had largely because of the segregation uh, in the South and the fact that black performers were not able to find hotels. And, and, and one of the other things that I think we fail to recognize is that uh, uh, musicians paved the way for the, the, uh, the civil rights movement. Before the emergence of, of, of the civil rights movement, uh, musicians were traveling throughout the South, oftentimes interracial uh, groups, um, and they were What's up ladies and gents? This is your girl Virtuous Diva and Company and today is July 11, 2019. Um, it looks like it's about to rain outside, honey. I don't know. This weather here in New York is just as funny as the weather in Atlanta and Texas and everywhere else. So who knows? But with that being said, today is Thriving Thursday. And one thriving um, social media influence um, expertise author, mother, thousand families, um, inspirational coach, best-selling author, wealth coach. You know, she is well above her own means when it comes to success. She is doing the damn thing. I'm telling you guys, her name is Stormy Wellington. She, I mean, she has inspired me and I don't even know the sister. I'm just saying I've been on Instagram every time I flip my page. She is, I'm telling you guys, she is feeding you. She is feeding the flock. She is inspiring. She's, um, she has a great shape. You know, I'm just trying to figure out like, what does she do all her life? Because I'm trying to get in shape like her as well too. But she is amazing. Um, um, just from what I know, um, I know she started off in a strip game and she um, 
turn her life around, you know, not just for herself, but for her family, um, for those she wanted to see make a difference in her, their lives. So she started with herself. I think this is something so amazing and so, um, so beyond her call, what she thought she could see herself doing. But that's what's with a lot of us. We never know where the road is taking us. We never know the detours that we have in life. We just, we never know. But I just want to read you guys what she had from her last event, Girl Hold My Hand. And as she was a best-selling, she's a best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach, in business and life coach, Stormy Wellington has hum had humble beginnings. And though she was born with a burning desire to succeed, she has yet to find the vehicle to take her to the heights she has destined to aspire, a genuine product from Miami, Florida. I just want to say you go, girl, because I'm a visual person. I always like to see who's doing what, and that's just a part of my business because I like to learn and see what is, what's popping, what's the latest thing, and what's who who's doing what. But, of course, we have other things to kind of channel our, our vision and channel our um I guess the word entertainment when it comes to black women. And this is the reason why I decided to do Thriving Thursday because she she has thrived to do something outside of who she thought she could ever be. But she's seen it in herself and she pushed forward. She pushed through all those doors. She pushed through the impossibility. She pushed through the inevitable. And we need more of that. You know, of course, a lot of us are going to school, a lot of us are mothers, a lot of us are single mothers, a lot of us are, you know, striving to have a business or striving to do something outside of who we already are, or who we used to be. And of course, a lot of people can't see you past where you are. They can't, they may not be able to see you um, making millions of dollars or building a home or changing people's lives, but it's what she's seen in herself. I think this is a remarkable way um, to not only put yourself out there to just make a difference in other lives. She knows that her purpose is not about her. And she knows that when it comes to her her limelight, she has humbled herself to know that I have this is this is what I'm I've called to do. And a lot of us call find we fall short because we we don't want to help other people. We don't want to see anybody else do good, or we don't want to see anybody else go past us or anything like that. See, that's what happens when you when you fall short and you fall by the wayside because you're not willing to help those around you or you're not willing to see, um, uh, see others in a different light. And I just think it's so amazing that um, she has just thought about putting herself out here to on social media because that's a big platform instagram twitter youtube whatever however but just being a best-selling author and i think the name of the book is uh let me see the name of the book i could you know nine laws to of nine laws of success um this it is a little attract health wealth i mean health love life and successful success for year to the years of your life i'm just messing up y'all the ultimate guy stormy wellington best-selling author speaker wealth coach let me tell y'all it ain't nothing you can't do and if you sitting around moping and you sitting around complaining and you sitting around talk about your woes and what happened to you 10 15 20 years ago then that's what you want 
But if you put your foot to the test, you take a step, and God definitely will take the rest. If that's if you have a relationship with him, that's all up to you. But, hey, that's neither here or there. But I just want to say big ups to Stormy Wellington, Coach Stormy. Y'all check her out. Instagram, at Coach Stormy. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram, YouTube. Look her up, Facebook. Y'all got to get a piece of this pie. Let me tell you, this girl is unstoppable. God has so much more in store for her. And I can I can, I can imagine all the things he's going to do in her life. I hope I'm able to get on her money train. And let's ride this thing out. You guys be blessed. This is Virtuous Diva with uh, Thriving Thursday. Coach Stormy Wellington. Peace out. What's up, ladies and gents? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company, and today is July 11, 2019. Um, it looks like it's about to rain outside, honey. I don't know. This weather here in New York is just as funny as the weather in Atlanta and Texas and everywhere else. So who knows? But with that being said, today is Thriving Thursday. And one thriving um, social media influence um, expertise author, mother, thousand families, um, inspirational coach, best-selling author, wealth coach. You know, she is well above her own means when it comes to success. She is doing the damn thing. I'm telling you guys, her name is Stormy Wellington. She, I mean, she has inspired me and I don't even know the sister. I'm just saying I've been on Instagram. Every time I flip my page, she is, I'm telling you guys, she is feeding you. She is feeding the flock. She is inspiring. She's, um, she has a great shape. You know, I'm just trying to figure out like, what does she do all her life? Because I'm trying to get in shape like her as well too. But she is amazing. Um, um, just from what I know, um, I know she started off in a strip game and, she um turned her life around you know not just for herself but for her family um for those she wanted to see make a difference in her their lives so she started with herself i think this is something so amazing and so um so beyond her call what she thought she could see herself doing but that's what's with a lot of us we never know where the road is taking us we never know the detours that we have in life we just we never know but i just want to read you guys what she had from her last event girl hold my hand and as she was a best-selling she's a best-selling author speaker wealth coach in business and life coach stormy wellington has hum had humble beginnings and though she was born with a burning desire to succeed, she has yet to find the vehicle to take her to the heights she has destined to aspire. A genuine product from Miami, Florida. I just want to say you go, girl, because I'm a visual person. And I always like to see who's doing what. And that's just a part of my business because I like to learn and see what is, what's popping, what's the latest thing, and what's who who's doing what. But of course, we have other things to kind of channel our our vision and channel our, um, I guess the word entertainment when it comes to black women. And this is the reason why I decided to do Thriving Thursday because she, she has thrived to do something outside of who she thought she could ever be. But she's seen it in herself and she pushed forward. She pushed through all those doors. She pushed through the impossibility. She pushed through the inevitable. And we need more of that. 
you know, of course, a lot of us are going to school, a lot of us are mothers, a lot of us are single mothers, a lot of us are, you know, striving to have a business or striving to do something outside of who we already are, or who we used to be. And of course, a lot of people can't see you past where you are. They can't, they may not be able to see you um, making millions of dollars or building a home or changing people's lives, but it's what she's seen in herself. I think this is a remarkable way um, to not only put yourself out there to just make a difference in other lives. She knows that her purpose is not about her. And she knows that when it comes to her her limelight, she has humbled herself to know that I have this is this is what I'm I've called to do. And a lot of us call find we fall short because we we don't want to help other people. We don't want to see anybody else do good, or we don't want to see anybody else go past us or anything like that. See, that's what happens when you when you fall short and you fall by the wayside because you're not willing to help those around you, or you're not willing to see um, uh, see others in a different light. And I just think it's so amazing that um, she has just thought about putting herself out here to on social media because that's a big platform instagram twitter youtube whatever however but just being a best-selling author and i think the name of the book is uh let me see the name of the book i could you know nine laws to of nine laws of success um this it is a little attract health wealth i mean health love life and successful success for year to the years of your life i'm just messing up y'all the ultimate guy stormy wellington best-selling author speaker wealth coach let me tell y'all it ain't nothing you can't do and if you sitting around moping and you sitting around complaining and you sitting around talk about your woes and what happened to you 10 15 20 years ago then that's what you want but if you put your foot to the test, you take a step, and God it will definitely will take the rest. If that's if you have a relationship with him, that's all up to you. But, hey, that's neither here or there. But I just want to say big ups to Stormy Wellington, Coach Stormy. Y'all check her out. Instagram, at Coach Stormy. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram, YouTube. Look her up, Facebook. Y'all got to get a piece of this pie. Let me tell you, this girl is unstoppable. God has so much more in store for her. And I can I can, I can, imagine all the things he's going to do in her life. I hope I'm able to get on her money train. And let's ride this thing out. You guys be blessed. This is Virtuous Diva with uh, Thriving Thursday. It's Coach Stormy Wellington. Peace out. What's up, ladies and gents? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company, and today is July 11, 2019. Um, it looks like it's about to rain outside, honey. I don't know. This weather here in New York is just as funny as the weather in Atlanta and Texas and everywhere else. So who knows? But with that being said, today is Thriving Thursday. And one thriving um, social media influence um, expertise author, mother, thousand families, um, inspirational coach, best-selling author, wealth coach. You know, she is well above her own means when it comes to success. She is doing the damn thing. I'm telling you guys, her name is Stormy Wellington. She, I mean, she has inspired me and I don't even know the sister. I'm just saying I've been on Instagram. Every time I flip my page, she is, I'm telling you guys, she is feeding you. She is feeding the flock. 
she is inspiring she's um she has a great shape you know i'm just trying to figure out like what does she do all her life because i'm trying to get in shape like her as well too but she is amazing um um just from what i know um i know she started off in a strip game and she um turned her life around you know not just for herself but for her family um for those she wanted to see make a difference in her their lives so she started with herself i think this is something so amazing and so um so beyond her call what she thought she could see herself doing but that's what's with a lot of us we never know where the road is taking us we never know the detours that we have in life we just we never know but i just want to read you guys what she had from her last event girl hold my hand and as she was a best-selling she's a best-selling author speaker wealth coach in business and life coach stormy wellington has hum had humble beginnings and though she was born with a burning desire to succeed she has yet to find the vehicle to take her to the heights she has destined to aspire a genuine product from miami florida i just want to say you go girl because I'm a visual person and I always like to see who's doing what and that's just a part of my business because I like to learn and see what is what's popping what's the latest thing and what's who who's doing what but of course we have other things to kind of channel our our vision and channel our um I guess the word entertainment when it comes to black women and this is reason why I decided to do thriving Thursday because she she has thrived to do something outside of who she thought she could ever be but she's seen it in herself and she pushed forward she pushed through all those doors she pushed through the impossibility she pushed through the inevitable and we need more of that you know of course a lot of us are going to school a lot of us are mothers a lot of us are single mothers a lot of us are you know striving to have a business or striving to do something outside of who we already are who we used to be and of course a lot of people can't see you past where you are they can't they may not be able to see you um making millions of dollars or building a home or changing people's lives but it's what she's seen in herself I think this is a remarkable way um, to not only put yourself out there to just make a difference in other lives. She knows that her purpose is not about her. And she knows that when it comes to her, her limelight, she has humbled herself to know that I have, this is, this is what I'm, I'm called to do. And a lot of us call, find, we fall short because we, we don't want to help other people. We don't want to see anybody else do good, or we don't want to see anybody else go past us, anything like that. See, that's what happens when you when you fall short and you fall by the wayside because you're not willing to help those around you, or you're not willing to see um, see others in a different light. And I just think it's so amazing that um, she has just thought about putting herself out here to on social media because that's a big platform instagram twitter youtube whatever however but just being a best-selling author and i think the name of the book is uh let me see the name of the book i could you know nine laws to of nine laws of success um this it is a little attract health wealth i mean health love life and successful success for year to the years of your life i'm just messing up y'all 
the ultimate guy, Stormy Wellington, best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach. Let me tell y'all, it ain't nothing you can't do. And if you sitting around moping and you sitting around complaining and you sitting around talking about your woes and what happened to you 10, 15, 20 years ago, then that's what you want. But if you put your foot to the test, you take a step and God definitely will take the rest. If that's if you have a relationship with him, that's all up to you. But hey, that's neither here or there. But I just want to say big ups to Stormy Wellington, Coach Stormy. Y'all check her out. Instagram at Coach Stormy. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram, YouTube. Look her up. Facebook. Y'all got to get a piece of this pie. Let me tell you, this girl is unstoppable. God has so much more in store for her. And I can I can, I can imagine all the things he's going to do in her life. I hope I'm able to get on her money train. And let's ride this thing out. You guys be blessed. This is Virtuous Diva with uh, Thriving Thursday. Coach Stormy Wellington. Peace out. What's up, ladies and gents? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company, and today is July 11, 2019. Um, it looks like it's about to rain outside, honey. I don't know. This weather here in New York is just as funny as the weather in Atlanta and Texas and everywhere else. So who knows? But with that being said, today is Thriving Thursday. And one thriving um, social media influence um, expertise author, mother, thousand families, um, inspirational coach, best-selling author, wealth coach. You know, she is well above her own means when it comes to success. She is doing the damn thing. I'm telling you guys, her name is Stormy Wellington. She, I mean, she has inspired me, and I don't even know the sister. I'm just saying, I've been on Instagram. Every time I flip my page, she is, I'm telling you guys, she is feeding you. She is feeding the flock. She is inspiring. She's, um, she has a great shape. You know, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what does she do all her life? Because I'm trying to get in shape like her as well, too. But she is amazing. Um, um, just from what I know, um, I know she started off in a strip game, and she um, turned her life around, you know, not just for herself, but for her family, um, for those she wanted to see make a difference in her, their lives. So she started with herself. I think this is something so amazing and so um, so beyond her call, what she thought she could see herself doing. But that's what's with a lot of us. We never know where the road is taking us we never know the detours that we have in life we just we never know but i just want to read you guys what she had from her last event girl hold my hand and as she was a best-selling she's a best-selling author speaker wealth coach in business and life coach stormy wellington has hum had humble beginnings and though she was born with a burning desire to succeed, she has yet to find the vehicle to take her to the heights she has destined to aspire. A genuine product from Miami, Florida. I just want to say you go, girl, because I'm a visual person. And I always like to see who's doing what. And that's just a part of my business because I like to learn and see what is, what's popping, what's the latest thing, and what's who who's doing what. But of course, we have other things to kind of channel our our vision and channel our, um, I guess the word entertainment when it comes to black women. And this is the reason why I decided to do Thriving Thursday because she, she has thrived to do something outside of who she thought she could ever be. 
but she's seen it in herself and she pushed forward. She pushed through all those doors. She pushed through the impossibility. She pushed through the inevitable. And we need more of that. You know, of course, a lot of us are going to school. A lot of us are mothers. A lot of us are single mothers. A lot of us are, you know, striving to have a business or striving to do something outside of who we already are, or who we used to be. And of course, a lot of people can't see you past where you are. They can't. They may not be able to see you um, making millions of dollars or building a home or changing people's lives. But it's what she's seen in herself. I think this is a remarkable way um, to not only put yourself out there to just make a difference in other lives. She knows that her purpose is not about her. And she knows that when it comes to her, her limelight, she has humbled herself to know that I have, this is, this is what I'm, I'm called to do. And a lot of us call, find, we fall short because we, we don't want to help other people. We don't want to see anybody else do good, or we don't want to see anybody else go past us, anything like that. See, that's what happens when you, when you fall short and you fall by the wayside because you're not willing to help those around you, or you're not willing to see, um, uh, see others in a different light. And I just think it's so amazing that um, she has just thought about putting herself out here to on social media because that's a big platform, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever, however. But just being a best-selling author, and I think the name of the book is, uh, let me see the name of the book. I could, you know, Nine Laws to, of Nine Laws of Success. Um, this. It is a little, attract health, wealth, I mean, health, love, life, and successful, success for year, to the years of your life. I'm just messing up, y'all. The ultimate guy, Stormy Wellington, best-selling author, speaker, wealth coach. Let me tell y'all, it ain't nothing you can't do. And if you sitting around moping and you sitting around complaining and you sitting around talking about your woes and what happened to you 10, 15, 20 years ago, then that's what you want. But if you put your foot to the test, you take a step, and God it definitely will take the rest. If that's if you have a relationship with him, that's all up to you. But, hey, that's neither here or there. But I just want to say big ups to Stormy Wellington, Coach Stormy. Y'all check her out. Instagram, at Coach Stormy. I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram, YouTube. Look her up, Facebook. Y'all got to get a piece of this pod. Let me tell you, this girl is unstoppable. God has so much more in store for her. And I can I can, I can imagine all the things he's going to do in her life. I hope I'm able to get on her money train. And let's ride this thing out. You guys be blessed. This is Virtuous Diva with uh, Thriving Thursday. Coach Stormy Wellington. Peace out. Which was radically different from slavery. And... And so when one looks at the fact that the theme of, of the blues and, and, and the music that came afterwards, jazz, uh, uh, is so much infused with notions of love, one has to recognize that um, that, that capacity to love, um, and in the blues one sees it both in terms of heterosexual love but also in terms of non-binary uh, forms of, of relationships and, 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 and lesbian love. Um, uh, Ma Rainey sang a song that was called Prove It On Me. 
Mm. I went out last night with a bunch of my friends. It must have been women because I don't like no men. <laughs> but you know, it was as if um, love embodied the impulse toward freedom. And so I think when we listen to uh, music and we wonder why is the focus so much on relationships and on love, well, that was because in the aftermath of slavery, that was the only real freedom that existed. That and, you know, perhaps also the freedom uh, to uh, fight for an education. Uh, W.E.B. Du Bois writes about this in, in Black Reconstruction. So one of the things, you raise so many things, as you always do, and that is what's so wonderful to be in conversation with you about, but the, going back to what you said very, very early on, which is that actually women were the first creators and performers of the blues, and they were the ones that made the performance space uh, legitimate and real. And, you know, we all know that we have a huge problem of women's history and a greater problem of the intersectional nature of the hierarchy of history. And so that's, you, you know, you just saying actually it's black women that make that space available. Is that known? Do people think well, about I that? I don't think they do. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, um, I'm not saying that black women were the first to sing the blues because the blues form emerged. Uh, uh, um, the country blues was largely sung by men who traveled, uh, who were able to, to travel in ways that women uh, were not. But um, the first recordings of the blues were by women. And it was women who helped to forge the way uh, for um, uh, the, the, the kind of um, professionalized space, uh, the entertainment space. Uh, the, uh, Ma Rainey um, sang and she had her own vaudeville uh, group. Uh, and she, you know, she traveled around the country. Bessie Smith had an amazing um, 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 railroad car, uh -huh. which she had largely because of the segregation uh, in the South and the fact that black performers were not able to find hotels. And, and, and one of the other things that I think we fail to recognize is that uh, uh, musicians paved the way for the, the, uh, the civil rights movement. Before the emergence of, of, of the civil rights movement, uh, musicians were traveling throughout the South, oftentimes interracial uh, groups. Um, and they What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company. Today is Thriving Thursday. Let me tell y'all, I love Thriving Thursday because it is, it just gives me light because every time I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I am always coming across a new social influencers who are making such a difference. It just appeases me because today's, um, um, spotlight interview episode goes to Miss Sophia Ruffin. Girl, you are doing the doggone thing. 
I, I'm telling y'all, I get chills every time I listen to her, every time she is speaking a prophetic word, every time she is ministering. Like, I need to go on her page every so often just to get a little word in because, you know, I'm sitting at my desk at work and you just never know what's going to happen and, you know, so forth. But Sophia Ruffin um, is, um, she, you know, it, they speak about her on um on so many social sites that, you know, she was set free and delivered. She was outlined powerful strategy, fight back against the um, onslaught of the enemy declaration that brings about spiritual powerful power in, in the fight and encouraged to stay the course and maintain your freedom. As she says, the moment you give your life to Christ, all hell breaks loose. Your deliverance will never be tried and tested. Con- your deliverance will be tried and tested continuously. She is right about that because when God enters in and he gives you um, what he's been trying to give you all this life and you're fighting against it, once you you let go and you let God, I'm telling you, everything changes around that, um, around that, um, your ministry, everything changes around that, every step that you take, everything that you speak. And the enemy is going to fight you even more um, based on the inf- based on what you're doing in your um in your wall and a lot of people don't want to see you sean they want you see they want to see you stay in the dark they want to see you that you don't become um you don't um you're not allowed to or not wouldn't say allowed to but they don't they used to seeing you one way but i'm telling you this woman she is a shining star i mean from the top of her head to the soul speak, i've never met her but i feel like we've been sisters all our life i'm just telling y'all so with that being said you guys check her out on google on youtube on instagram on twitter on facebook sophia ruffin i'm telling her name real slow sophia ruffin <laughs> don't quote me on that but y'all check her out if you ever need a word if you need someone to speak into your life prophetically she is your girl you guys go check her out this is your girl virtuous diva and company with thriving thursday peace out good morning everybody omg it is such a beautiful thursday morning yes i am on my way to my job till nine till six yeah that's what i do monday through friday mm-hmm. you know like most people but anywho today is thriving thursday oh let me tell y'all about the weather the sun is out it looked like it felt like it was gonna rain there for a minute when i was on the patio so i don't know what guy was bringing down some blessings and so forth but anyways um today is thriving thursday and i am just elated about the lady that I'm going to present to you guys today. Her name is Saad. And if y'all have not been on Instagram, you guys got to check her out. I mean, she is full of life. I mean, this woman is not only walking in her passion, but she is definitely walking in her purpose. And she has just given me so much light and so much um, push and, you know, inspiration as she goes about in her community making a big damn difference and it just appeases me because you know we see other things on you know television and women who act abruptly and don't know how to conduct themselves like they just gotta have drama but this woman is like she's a good cook and I can't wait to go visit her restaurant in Philly so and on you know if you go on instagram you can check her out at country cooking um 
at Country Cooking. That's the name of her uh, Instagram handle. But she is, like, I've seen her, you know, do prom drives, do Christmas drives, do food drives, even though she cooks food. And she is just not only living her best life, but she is living a blessed life. And I just want to say to that she is living a blessed life. Because anytime you're walking into your, your purpose or your passion, you, you, you're going to make a big damn difference. You're going to make a, big, a difference no matter what. And that's something I appreciate because, you know, we need more of that. We need more of that light that, you know, that shine that gives us a push to keep on going. So... I did read in the news that she had a little issue, um, but I see God came in and just, you know, he intervened in that thing. So whoever was trying to come against her, honey, it didn't work. It just did not work. And, you know, that's when, you know, when you're doing good, that's when, you know, the enemy try to come in and bring up stuff and get you all discombobulated and, you know, so forth. But it seems to me she is doing a wonderful job. Now, I'm going to try to pronounce her name. Suad, Sadad, Shelter. I may say her name wrong, so y'all forgive me. But y'all, please, go check out her page. And if you're in Philly, go check out her restaurant. I'm telling you, she got crab, she got shrimp, she got beef, she got pork, she got chicken, she got she got uh, oh she even has a salad that is selling at a local grocery i'm telling you this woman is on top of the world you she cannot be stopped by no means no reason can she be stopped and she is i'm telling y'all she is doing it she's she's got a contract with the local grocery store selling her product something she made behind god has blessed this woman's hands so with all the people going by her restaurant, visiting, tasting her food, even it is just food. It looks like food of comfort. I feel like I didn't had it already. So, so I'm on my way, honey. I'm coming to your restaurant. I'm coming to see what you got going on. And I, I'm telling you right now, I want a big old piece of cake. And if you ain't selling no Kool-Aid, I think you should get some Kool-Aid now, honey. But anyways, you guys go check out her page at Country Cooking. If not, you know, she's on YouTube. She's all over the Instagram Instagram uh, network. She's on uh, all over the Internet and so forth. But don't judge a book by its cover until you, you know, find out things for yourself, you know, because everybody ain't a bad person. Just bad stuff happen to good people. Understand that. So this is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company, with a little bit of Thriving Thursday. Y'all check it out. Peace out. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company. You guys stay tuned for tomorrow's Thriving Thursday. I will spotlight Miss Sean Melson um, on Instagram. She is a uh, stylist out of Atlanta, Georgia, and she is doing the damn thing. So you guys stay tuned for tomorrow's podcast. This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company. Peace out. Good evening, everybody. This is Virtuous Eva and Company. 
Um, we gathered together on this beautiful and wonderful Thursday night. Tonight I have such a treat and such an honor to be in the presence of Mr. and Mrs. Mosley um, from, tell everybody where you guys are from. They're from San Diego, California, and my mm-hmm. husband is, from, is by way of New York City. South Bronx. <laughs> South Bronx. You know, I don't trade in them areas, but they got some good food over there, so I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for being on the show tonight. I am just so thrilled and honored to um, to, to have this moment with you guys, and um we're going to get into a topic that, you know, wasn't for sure what we were going to talk about um, on tonight. So, you know, when Miss Mosley, she texts me and she's like, so what's going to be the topic? I say, you know what? I don't know. But when, by the, before the day is over, with, we're gonna, I'm going to come up with something. But, you know, um, that's neither here nor there. So can you guys just introduce yourself, um, Mr. Mosley or Miss Mosley? You guys can go first telling people just a little bit about yourself. Well, as um, you shared, my name is Sheila Mosley, and um, I do reside in San Diego, California. I'm actually a native, um, and I am kind of like a jack of all trades if you um, relate it to the church world. I serve in several different capacities within the church. I am a licensed evangelist within the Church of God in Christ, and, mm-hmm. and I also serve as a district missionary, um, and I also am involved in music ministry at every level. Um, I have been singing since I was a young, young child, and so um, that's part of, you know, the gifting that God has given me, and um, I'm a proud wife and mother of one son. Um, and I do work a full-time job, so <laughs> balancing uh, between work life and personal life and ministry life is definitely something that um, I do uh, within, you know, a given week. There's Amen. several different hats that I would have to wear, and so um, it, it's a balancing act, but I enjoy what I do. I'm, I'm grateful to God for all the things and abilities and opportunities that he has afforded me. And so in a nutshell, that's a little bit about me. My dad is a pastor, um, and he's been pastoring for the past seven years. And so um, it's an honor to serve with that in that way as well. Um, And my husband, who will share a little bit about him, does also serve as my assistant pastor. So he wears a couple of different hats in my life, a different place, a couple of different roles in my life as well. So Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And then you said it's, it's Sheila, right? Yes, Sheila. Sheila Mosley. Okay. Mr. Mosley? Yes, ma'am. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was born in a little country town called Hopkins, South Carolina, but I was raised in the South Bronx. Mm-hmm. And I am also an ordained elder in the Church of God in Christ. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I am the assistant pastor, and I'm also the Sunday school superintendent. And it's just a joy to be able to to do the things that I do in ministry because I know it's what the Lord has called me to do, and I'm just 
I'm just ecstatic about it. Amen. You know? And Amen. I am also an author. I've written one book and and writing two more. And I am a poet as well. You know, so and a father. And a grandfather. Amen. You know, so, we are grandparents. Yeah, so Amen. It, it, the Lord has blessed us tremendously. Amen. Well, I am all excited about meeting you guys on this show tonight as we, you know, come together to not only discuss um, what God is not only just doing in our life, but what he is, how we're observing um, ourselves as we put ourselves in front of other people, as we are light in front of other people. One topic that I definitely wanted to get on, and I, I, I take this to you guys because I just felt this in my spirit as I, you know, began to leave work because not only are we going through transition, but I think every season is a transition. And we are learning and adapting through different seasons. But, you know, sometimes we think we got it all together. We think we got it all together until something happens. Right. So I want to touch on this topic. And, Ms. Mosley, I know that, Without a shadow of a doubt, you are going to blow this to pieces because I already feel it coming through. Um, the topic is tonight: trusting God in and out of season. We want to we want to touch on this basis because you know, not whether you're young, you're middle aged or older, we all have those seasons and we all have those 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 times where we we just feel like, Lord, I don't know if I can go through this. Oh. But we should know. But we should know. So, what are your? What are you? Can you elaborate on this topic? Um, we're all ears. <laughs> well, absolutely. You know, I have been saved for a little while now. I'm still fairly young, and I don't mind sharing my age. I'm 47, Amen. and you know, I've been saved for about 20 years now, and I've had some experiences with. God, you know, and in situations where trust, you know, is one of those things that I've had to rely on because, you know, the Bible is freckled throughout uh, concerning that one word, trust. And there's, you know, a myriad of different, you know, adjectives that are connected to trust because in order to trust, you have to have faith. And in order to have faith, you have to have hope. So they're all kind of uh, connected to one another. But speaking from a trust perspective, you know, uh, the Bible says in in Proverbs 3, uh, 4, and 5, I believe, um, Mm -hmm. trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all Mm -hmm. thy ways acknowledge Mm -hmm. him and he will direct thy path. And so that's a direct uh, uh, statute and command uh, in the word for us to trust in the Lord and not to depend on our own understanding because Amen. we have a, a minuscule understanding, right? You know, we only can see things but so far. Amen. Um, we are human. We are not infinite. We are not all-knowing. We are not all-powerful uh, like the Lord and we have to depend on him each and every day. And, you know, trust is one of those things that it's hard for most of us because 
you know, speaking for myself, I like to have a plan, you know, mm-hmm. I like to know what what to expect. I like to have an agenda and everything kind of lined out nicely with bullet points and next steps and all of that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but with God, it's totally opposite. His ways are not like our ways. Yeah. And in order to serve him, we have to totally surrender our lives to him. And, and, and when we surrender, that means that we don't always know what's coming next for us. We don't always know it. Right, the plans and the ideas that he has in mind for our lives. And so trusting him means that you have to have a relationship with him. Absolutely. Uh, and in order to have a relationship with God and to build the trust, just like building trust between a husband and a wife, between friends, you know, even between a, a, a parent and their child, building that trust means that you've spent time with, with one another. You've spent Absolutely. time getting to know one another and, and, and building, you know, those lines of integrity and character. And, you know, I'm a person who keeps my word and I will follow through with whatever I said. And we know that mm. uh, there are so many examples in the Bible where God gives his word and has made declarations and has never failed, has never uh, went back on his word. But it's, it's, it's we who mess up and it's we who uh, cause ourselves to fall out of grace of God. And, and when we fall out of his grace, then we kind of make ourselves ineligible to receive some of those blessings that Amen. he promised us um, because we're not in his will. So um, trusting him means that, you know, we throw caution to the wind. We totally depend on the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we understand that we can trust God because we have a relationship with him and that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And he'll never put more on us than we can bear. So Mm. if if we're in the fire, he's right in there with us, you know. I want to go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Go go ahead and finish. I'm sorry, Miss. Oh, I was finished with that thought. That's fine. (laughs) I'm sorry because the phone, my phone started echoing, so I didn't know when you when it stopped. I was figuring. I was like, okay, I think she's done, so I do apologize. Sure, I want to to read from um, Jeremiah 17, um, um, seven. It says that. It says that, um, I don't know if you guys are turned down. I don't know if you have your Bibles with you, but. Um, oh, I can pull it up. Amen. You said Jeremiah 7? 17, 7. Okay. You're there? Yes. Okay. Mr. Moses, we haven't forgot about you. We're going we gonna to lean into you one minute. Just hold on, Mr. Moses. Cause you, you I'm holding. <laughs> it says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who confident, confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by water that sends out into the roots, of, into the roots by the stream. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on either. It does not. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves will always green. Will always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. 
mm-hmm. and never fails to bear fruit. Mr. Moses, I know uh-huh. that <laughs> you know when it comes to when it comes to trusting God in and out of season, this this Bible verse gives a perfect picture. I wanna ask you a question. Has when was there a time where you felt like your your when it came to you trusting God in and out of season in I mean in a season that you felt like oh, Lord I don't know if I can hold on I don't know if I can be like this tree that is planted in the ground has there, has there ever been a time where you just felt like holding on was 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 impossible Oh yes <laughs> there's no doubt about that. I would sit here and be telling you something that was not true if I said, no, they have not had a time like that. Amen. There has been a time where I felt like, actually the one time I felt like I didn't even want to be in church anymore. I was going to leave the church. What? Yes, because I couldn't take it no more. Mm. You know, I was going through some things and I'm like, this is not for me. I, I can't do this. I don't have the understanding. I don't have the power. I just, mm. I'm not able to do it. And mm-hmm. actually, I called my pastor and told him, listen, I love you and everything, but I'm not coming back to church anymore because I'm not able to handle what I'm going through. Wow. You know, so... Yeah, and you know, and that's how the flesh gets. Yeah, yeah. That's how the flesh gets because the flesh is always warring against the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, because somewhere the uh, scripture said the flesh is weak and the spirit is willing. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I can't, but I know it says something that the, mm-hmm. the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yes. Yes. You know, so. And that's when Paul told us about when evil was ple- when good was there, evil was present as well. Right. So there's always a war going on in my membrane. Mm. So, and the enemy knows how to come along and deceive you. Yes, he does. He knows how to come along and place doubt there, place that seed of doubt that you can't make it, that the Lord... Whatever he told you, you've been waiting for it for so long, and it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So why are you still waiting? Mm-hmm. And if you allow that thing to get down into your spirit like I did, you'll be ready to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. But it's only by the grace of God and, this, and the, um, the prayers, the effectual prayers of the mm-hmm. righteous. That available for much. Amen. Amen. That's, That's good. You know, I, I, I feel like with this Bible verse, and you know, it's funny because I was on the train today, and this, this is what popped up in my phone. You know, I was reading this before I even decided what the, you know, what we were going to talk about tonight. But what really sticks out to me, and wholeheartedly, is that when it says they would be like a tree planted by water. Yeah. It sends out in the root by the stream. It does not fear when he comes. Yeah. So this means that this tree is so rooted in God. Right. That the roots 
are so deep and involved in God's word and is involved in how God wants this tree to 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 spring forth many you know green leaves and this this tree is has a a relationship with God. So yeah. no matter what comes and no matter what goes and if it's in and out of season, this tree knows I I can't be moved. I, I can't be bothered with this and because this this tree is focused on God. Right. And we are like trees. If we look at ourselves like the sycamore tree or we look at mm-hmm. ourselves like the oak tree or the magnolia tree, those roots run deep. Like and you think about years and years ago when these trees were, when you had, you know, during slavery and things like this, these trees have been around for years. Mm-hmm. Longer than some of us have been living, longer than this, you know, long as we, the earth has been around, these mm-hmm. trees are rooted. Miss Moses, yeah. I want to ask you this question. When it comes to being rooted and being grounded in God's word, what do you think that that takes from a person who is just starting out? Well, for a person that's a new convert just starting out, in order to gain stability and steadfastness within God, Mm -hmm. there has to be a constant um, study of the word, a strong Mm -hmm. prayer life and a yoking up or a connecting up with like-minded believers. Mm -hmm. Um, I was always taught, you know, I was raised in the church, and I was always taught that you always um, seek out, you know, uh, a mentor of sorts, someone who is stronger in the faith than you that you can connect with and and perhaps uh, become prayer partners with someone who is going to be able to intercede on your behalf, mm. uh, things that, you know, you might face as a new believer, that person can encourage you with the words of their testimony, because as the word says, we are overcome by the words of our testimony. And so mm. as we share with others of, of how God brought us through and what God has done for us and how he brought us out, that encourages the next person, especially a new believer who's new in their faith, who, uh, whose mind is constantly being renewed as in, in the word of God and in their understanding of who God is, just as it is with any believer, no, no matter how long you've been saved, mm-hmm. our uh, minds should constantly, we should seek to constantly have them renewed and renewed and transformed in the renewing of our mind, as Paul states. Um, that we have to have the mind of Christ every single day. And so yesterday's bread is not good enough for today. We have to ask the Lord for our daily bread. And Mm -hmm. so it is a daily sacrifice that we uh, uh, crucify our flesh and take up our cross and run by faith, trusting in God on a daily basis. And so it takes that for every believer um, let alone a new believer. And so that's I think true. that's how you build your faith and you go to church, you know, right. uh, that's another most real important thing to not stay home, you know, but when the church mm-hmm. doors are open, it's, it's, it's caused often as you can assemble yourselves along with other believers. Cause in that, pre- in, in that assembly, you gain strength. 
You hear testimonies. You hear the word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm -hmm. You'll hear the preacher, the teacher, the evangelist teaching the word. All of those things work to build our faith and to make us stronger in the Lord. And so that's very important for a new believer, for a new convert. It's just like starting a brand new job. How do you know how to do your job? How do you get fully trained and fully confident in carrying out your new job duties and responsibilities? Will you pay attention? You take notes. You, 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 you're there on the job every day. You're asking questions. You're attentive. You're focused. You're studying your materials. And so mm-hmm. in that way, you know, it's the same instance for a new believer, reading and studying your word, taking notes, taking in the word of God, praying, uh, connecting with other believers and assembling, assembling with other believers at church. Also fasting, my husband just mentioned. It's very mm-hmm. important. And it all works together. It all works together for the good. I, yeah. you know, I when 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 I always went to church. You know, my grandma drove me to church. My mom drove me to church. I say drove me because there was time I didn't want to go being a young girl. <laughs> but right. the more and more you went to church, you know, those seeds were being sown. That seed yeah. was being sown, not knowing when the when the time it was going to be watered and when it was going to spring forth and when you know you were really going to get a touch from God. You know, that mm-hmm. happened all in, you know, in different seasons. And you knew you knew at one point in your life God was important. You knew because you and your friends talked about it. Someone brought it up here and there, you know, so forth. Mr. Mosley, being a man and being a man of God, how has that been? How do you think that's a struggle for men nowadays? You know, because, you know, you, you of course, we get online, we see people people preaching, you know, men preaching, women preaching, children preaching. You know, we see so many things, but how do you say, how do you, how is it hard? Is it, um, let me put it like this. Is it hard for you to talk about Christ in front of people that you grew up with who may not know God, who may not understand um, how it is that you live the life that you live? Is that is that something that you've had to deal with? Well, actually, sometimes you do have to go through that because mm-hmm. because once you come, because you could be out in the street hanging with your boys all your life, mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden you get pulled out, mm-hmm. you get saved, and they still out there. Yeah. So now it's like either they're going to understand who you are right. or they're not. And sometimes it can be a little difficult to talk to them because they don't want to hear it. Yeah. Because I know I was like that at one point. I didn't want to hear what they had to say. It's like, get away from me with all of that talk and all of that. But even with the people that you grew up with, even your family members, they don't want to hear it either. You know, it's like, you know, get all of that church stuff away from me. I mean, I know you mm-hmm. say all of that now, but it's not time for that now. I mean, you can go right. to family reunion. And folks know, some folks know that who you are, what kind of life you lead, but they really don't want to hear it. Right. But you do your best because there's sometimes that they'll say something that'll leave a little door open for you where Mm. you can go ahead on and start talking about the Lord. Right. You know, because they know who you are because they used to run the streets with you and they see what life that you lead now. 
the reason why I brought that up is because in and out of certain, you know, trusting God in and out of season has to do with people, places, and things. You know, whether you're a newcomer, whether you're, you know, you're dealing with family, whether you're dealing with friends, those are things that come, can sometimes weigh on our minds because we're trying to get to a point where we trust someone outside of who we already know. You know, and sometimes mm-hmm. that can be very difficult because we're trying to develop a new relationship with with God and, you know, sometimes people that we know truly and wholeheartedly may not understand them. You know, I went through a season like that where I was I knew I was transitioning. But people, yeah. you know, the Bible states that men will remind you of your old ways. Right. And that that's something I had to learn to get over. That's something mm-hmm. I had to learn I had to transition to had to transition through. But a lady down in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, taught me one thing. She says, V, you're going to have to learn how to overcome people. That's yeah, your part yeah. of trusting God wholeheartedly. That's and right. Said the reason, and the reason why we go in and out of seasons because sometimes, depending on the situation or the circumstance, can cause us our, our trust to doubt. We get to that point, we start doubting God, we start falling back into the world, we start doing these worldly things and saying this and saying that, and we forget this is the person who brought me out of the situation in the first place. This is the person who brought me out from them old friends in the first place. This is one that, you know, that, you know, kind of shifted me from my family and gave me a new family in Christ in the first place, and we forget That's what happens yeah. as a body of Christ and as people who minister in the word. Sometimes we go through seasons where we tend to forget. We start to have a little bit of amnesia here and there, you know, like, well, wait a minute. I forgot who God was or where he at, you know, and we do. And the reason why I wanted to, to, to touch on that is because there had, I, I can vouch myself. Because, you know, sometimes you're praying and you're snotting and crying and all those things. You be like, and Jesus be looking like, I'm still on this boat. I don't know why you're crying and snotting and going on because I'm sitting right here. Mm-hmm. I am sitting right here. And we forget. And you wonder why people walk around with so much heartache and so much pain oh. carrying a weight that doesn't belong to them. Right. You they know, one of, the one of the I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, Ms. Mills. I'm listening, love. I'm sorry. I was just going to say I just thought you you had paused. I thought you were finished with your statement. But one of the things that I've learned in walking with the Lord and trusting in him as it relates to friends is that once you get saved and you give your life to Christ, he'll mm-hmm. give you a whole new set of friends. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, he'll remove you from those old friends, you know, because he's, he's He's transformed your life, so a transformed life, you know, can't walk in the old way. You know, Paul says we take off the old man and we put on the new man. So those old friends are part of the old man's life. And so so the Lord will give us a brand new set of friends. He'll remove those people from our lives. There's nothing for us to prove. There's nothing for us to shout from the rooftop. We don't have mm-hmm. to have a neon sign on our chest saying, I'm saved, I'm saved now. God will allow your light to shine so that men might see your good works. They'll see that something is different. They'll see mm-hmm. that there's been a change, that there's been a transformation. And you don't have, even have to say it. They will see it. That's they will see it because 
spirit, you know, spirit knows spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's the same thing in uh, the the life of an unbeliever. You know how they say kindred spirits or birds of a feather flock together. And, you know, mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, a pack of liars always run together. They find each other somehow, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, People who are involved in certain types of lifestyles, they're drawn to one another. And so it's the same thing on the side of the righteous, that our spirits will begin to connect with those that God has preordained, you know, as a, a part of our new life, as a new believer, as a Christian, as a saved, born-again person. He will give us new friends, and those old friends will begin to fall off. And as family, Mm -hmm. the Lord will allow you to be a witness to your family without even speaking a word. You just live the life and they Mm -hmm. will know you by your testimony outwardly because you're not the same. And so the Lord will speak for you. We don't have to put up a defense or fight our own battles. God does that for us. Amen. Amen. You know what? You you hit it on the on the head, Miss Moses. That was that was right on time because you know, as as growing up, I grew up as the only girl, and I struggled with that because I was always trying to make friends. Right. And you know, my grandmother taught me one thing. She said, "Now look here, now girl. That's how she talked to me. Now look here, now girl. Let me tell you something." And she would say, um, "Don't you let anybody um, take advantage of you." And she would say that all the time, all the time. I was like, what are you talking about? Because mm-hmm. I was so busy trying to make friends that the friends mm-hmm. I was making was using everything I was given. You know, Man. as long as I was giving and doing and going and doing and giving, they was okay with that. But I didn't right. realize I was giving the best part of me away. Man. And that they didn't appreciate the person I was. But, you know, people don't appreciate you until you're gone or you've moved away or, you know, you live in a different life or so forth. Or they see God really moving in your life. And I found that very difficult, something that I had, I had I prayed about because I was like, God, I don't like being like that. I, you know, I want to live and I want my light to shine. Let it shine around the right people, you know. Yeah. And that can be something difficult as women, as we transition, as we coming into our own, th- different things we dealt with growing up and having Ooh. to get to the point where we had to trust God. And I yes. put our trust in so many other things, you know, because we we definitely fall short of the glory when it comes to the to the days women and the things and the the women who put you know put on this show for other women, you know. Oh. I was like, well, we're all we're, we're the role models. Who are the women who are standing up for what's right? What are who are the women that are you know putting giving us a good um, a good image? Mm-hmm. Um, well, where are the Naomi's? Yeah. Well, where are the Sarahs or where are the where are the Marys? Where where are these women at? Mm. Of course, we 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 can go to church and see these women, but you know, if we really want to get out here and really wanted to 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 be someone, we have to still get outside the church and still have to represent wherever we go. You know, That's we right. still have to represent. You know, on the train, on the bus, or in our jobs, or different things like that. So, when it comes to trusting God and Him putting us in a place where we may be uncomfortable, Mr. Mosley, I want to ask you this question. You know, 
you know, I know when it comes to your writing and when you start writing your book, I remember you telling me that it was very uncomfortable, you know, but you, you got to the point where you, you pushed anyway, you persevered anyway. To, to, to much oblige, I want to ask you this question. Do you think moving forward with your writing and with you trusting God that where do you see yourself? You know, where do you see yourself in the body of Christ when it comes to your writing? Well, in the body of Christ, when it comes to my life um, and writing, mm-hmm. because he's given me that gift to write, mm-hmm. and how would I say this? I see myself as somebody that's very well um, capable of writing anything Mm -hmm. and so that he gets the glory out of my life for it. Amen. You know, and he's just, whatever he gives me, no matter what it is, because a lot of people, because we're in the church, you think we can only write about church stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's so much that's going on out there in the world. I mean, I write social injustice. I write love poems. And trusting in God that he gives me what I need. Right. You know, because it's not because he needs a vessel out there to pull other folks in. Amen. You know, and he can give me just about any kind of topic to write about. Mm-hmm. You know, I've written what it seems like little short stories about a woman grew up with her best friend and he ended up in jail. And next thing you know, they found each other again, but she didn't realize who he really was after mm-hmm. he got home because when he got home, all the lies that he told her while he was in jail came to the forefront and he ended up killing her. Wow. You know, so I mean, and these are real life, these are real life things. Right. You know, so I see myself writing anything that will help the body of Christ when the Lord gives me. Amen. I I am, I'm, I'm so thrilled because, you know, we hit on a lot of topics, you know, because it takes a lot to write a book. It yeah. takes a lot to be a woman who is in the ministry, who is fighting for what's right, who wants to be, who wants to resemble who God is. It takes a lot to 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 steer away from family and maybe friends or maybe you know those ones who are closest to us. It, it takes a lot to get to a point in my in your in in, in our lives where we want to hear God say, job well done. Mm-hmm. You know? And as he continues to search our hearts, you know, Mr. and Ms. Mosey, I want to ask you this question together. In your marriage and in the seasons that you guys have been through and the perseverance that you guys have undergone and the, oh, my God, the love, Oh, my mm-hmm. God, the, the love and the compassion that you both have 
what would you give or what would you say to a couple when they're they're trying to figure out how do we how do we do this? How do we do this? Mm-hmm. What would you tell them? Oh, that's a lot to unpack. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And this this might even take another phone call, but um, to answer that question in in short, you know, I would advise a a young couple or any couple in that that regard to communicate, that it Mm -hmm. really takes um, a heart and a mind to remain connected to one another through communication um, and, right. and checking in with one another um, because there's we have we know that we have an enemy and there's always you know that agenda from the enemy to separate what God has joined right. you know That's and the right. Bible says let no man separate or put asunder what God has joined together and so we know that whatever God loves and what God has ordained and set in place the devil hates. And he takes that very thing and distorts it and makes it uh, um, something that is an abomination, so to speak. And so he's always fighting against marriage because it, mm-hmm. you know, by God in the Garden of Eden with the first man, Adam, and the mother of all Eve. And so mm-hmm. with that opposition already set in place when a man and woman says, I do, you have to be uh, connected, you know, um, from day one in communication and in fellowship with one another, you know, sharing your true feelings and your heart and having a, a pliable heart and a softness and an understanding and a consideration toward one another because, you know, you're going to experience life. And life can Amen. be difficult. Life has its challenges. Uh, life has its, its areas of hardness that you have to face together because you're no longer two, but you're one once you uh, um, join together in marriage. So it's all about um, uh, fighting to remain one on one accord mm-hmm. with one another and keeping God first because he's the third person in the marriage. You know, he's that cord between the man and the woman that connects the two of them. And so it takes a whole life together, reading, studying the word, you know, for that couple who is saved, you know, even the unsaved couple, it's still that communication and that connectedness for one another. Amen. Amen. Mr. Mose, you got it. You got, you want to piggyback off your wife? You know what? Another thing that a young couple, like you said, even an older couple, you have to understand each other. Amen. You know, not only just understand each other, you have to humble yourselves with each other. Yeah. You have yeah, to give up good. your life for each other. Yeah. You know, I mean, because there'll be things that you want to do, but, you know, is it the correct thing to do? Amen. Yeah. You know, there's things that you want to say, but is it the correct thing to say? Yeah. Mm. You have to learn how to to go in and out amongst one another. Yeah. You know, you got to have what they say, that discernment that mm-hmm. of knowing each other. And because when you're new 
I mean, you, your eyes are wide open. You're new married. You're loving one another and all of that. And but the enemy don't care how long you've been together, how short a period of time you've been together. He don't care at all. He <laughs> does not care at all. He's going to come in there and do everything possible that he can to cause a separation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got to always, she said communication, you always got to communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there was a, I wanted to buy a car, and I thought about it, and I'm like, well, I got to talk to her about it first. I just <laughs> can't go ahead on it and do this. I have to talk to her. And she taught me that. Because there was a lot of times that I would do things on moments, but you didn't talk to me about it. Amen. You have to <laughs> then talk that's to where come about the come in. Mm-hmm, exactly. Wow, you have to wow. talk to each other about the decisions that you're going to make in a marriage. Yeah, because it affects you. You affect each other. With your decisions, you affect one another. So it's not just you, but you're in it together as a team. And so whatever you make, uh, decide to do or make a decision about, it's going to affect yourself. So you have to of have course. that consideration. And there can't be any secrets. I mean, secrets in a marriage is damnable. It will destroy yeah. a marriage. It's a devil's playground. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But when you expose the devil, when you are communicating and you're completely honest and you're vulnerable, you know, that's something that you have to have within a marriage, a, a spirit of vulnerability and, and, and be mm-hmm. willing just to be transparent with your spouse. And then for it to, um, your, the, the marriage, it's important to, to have a safe zone, to have a, that the marriage be engulfed in a, in a zone of safety where you can uh, um, be vulnerable and honest and communicate whatever uh, you need to say and and not feel like you'll be judged or condemned or criticized, but talk through, you know, the differences mm-hmm. and the different seasons that you'll face in the marriage. And that's what builds a strong marriage. Amen. Amen. I I promise you, y'all have lit my light tonight. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I am I am so thrilled because, you know, I was telling someone, I'm so tired. I don't know if I can do it tonight. And she said, Oh yes, you are. You 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 better not. You 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 came up with it. You better keep on going with it. And yeah. that right there, the perseverance and the fact that you guys are a light in my life already, um, has equipped me enough to say, you know what, this I think God is definitely smiling up there in heaven, like, yeah, I'm glad that they all connected tonight in a in a, in a in a spiritual way and touched on a topic that is very important because you know we we look at the world and everything that's going on today and you know like grandma and everybody said we always live it in our last days i think i think sometimes we're living in our last season you know i don't know because honey you you look around and you're like what's next you know mm-hmm. you're asking yourself what okay so that's not new but what, you know how how are we going to how are we, as the body of Christ, going to get to a point where we stand for what's right? And we, yeah. we instead of, you know, of course, we, 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 we can do it in the church and we can do it here. We can do it just about anywhere. But how do we stand up for what's really right? You know, mm-hmm. um, and we always say that prayer is 
forever changing things. And we, we say that, you know, standing two or more together, you know, God is always in the midst. But standing up for what's right and standing up for what is, um, what makes God smile, you know, because destruction can come, circumstances can always arise. And, you know, we live in times where, you know, there's nothing new up under the sun, you know. So I just want to close by saying this. I am extremely happy that we got a chance to um, do this interview. And I, I promise you I got like a hundred smiles on my face right now because I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so excited because, you know, we don't know where this message, who is going to reach. We don't yeah. know whose soul is going to touch. All we are doing is just being obedient because it's, it'll be a seed song somewhere. We don't know on what end of the earth it may touch. But I just want to say thank you, Sheila Mosley and Theodore Mosley. Thank you guys so much um, for taking your time out tonight um, on the, all the way in California and here in New York City. Um, I just want to say thank you and God bless okay. you. Um, and that he, God is, God is awesome. He yes, is he awesome and if we just realize how awesome he really is you know (laughs) things may things may start looking a little easier we might not look at them too much complicated you know too complicated but we may look at them like you know what that's god right there there's nobody else but god (laughs) (laughs) well he's he's everywhere and he's in everything every one of our matters god is there we just have to seek him out and trust that he's in there with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, we won't. I won't hold you guys any longer. I want you guys, because like I said, it's, it's, it's a, I say a thousand o'clock on this side of the earth and a hundred o'clock on y'all side of the earth. So oh. I don't want to hold you any longer. Once again, I appreciate um, you guys taking your time out, and we shall do this again on God's will. Thank you guys Absolutely. so much. You're welcome. Thank you for the invitation. It's been a joy. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ms. Sheila Mosley. Thank you, Mr. Theodore. Thank you for having us. We really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. You guys have a wonderful night. Have Thank a blessed you. evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Virtual Stephen Company, and you know, I am just so thrilled because I love to encourage people. And the reason why I love to encourage people because I like them to see them in their own essence, in their own passion, flowing in their own gifts, doing what they love from the core of their being. Um, I had a pleasure of uh, interviewing a artist down in Atlanta, Georgia. Her name is Lauren, let me get it together, Lauren, um, she is an artist um, that has music, her music is very much performed in the backgrounds of creative mental health activists and as an entrepreneur as well, She, her music helps women understand and it breaks down in um, some barriers, you know, it's, you know, her music speaks to you. You know, so you guys check her out on at Instagram, K-A-M-E-L underscore L-A-U-R-Y-N. 
she is doing the thing so you guys get anything get some understanding our young artists are out here thriving being the best black girl magic they can be that's what i'm talking about so you guys check her out just get get more information at i am virtuous diva peace out